A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor with Jeff Loggeman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne is spinning the hits. Yeah, Good morning, sir. Morning. For a minute there, you're gonna forget who you were. Yeah, I did yeah, too. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here. I am happy to be. I'm here. here. Yeah. <laughs> Woke up extra early this morning. But you got in here the same exact time. I did. Was that intentional or is it just age? I mean, the older I get, the less. Like quality sleep, like I mean, I get oh, like it's, it's, it's totally age. It's uh, oh, yeah. I'm wondering, like, am I the only one? No, no, you're not. You know, no, and, and, you're not. And, and, no. and just like just just for example, okay, I'm definitely planning on staying up and watching playoffs. Okay, I'm, I, I probably won't get to bed till eleven thirty midnight. Right? <laughs> I know where this. Oh, is on going. the uh, Monday thing. No, you the, have the, intentions to stay up. Yeah, right? I have intentions yeah, that's right. to stay that's up. Right. No, wait a minute. That's are, right. You've heard about the road to hell, right? Are you yeah. talking about uh, it's the Monday night them. national yeah. championship game in specific? No, I'm just saying playoffs to, to today and tomorrow. Oh, okay. I, I don't All watch right. football. Right? Okay, yeah. That's you know. where he was alluding. Me too. Yeah. I yeah. thought he was talking about college. No, and, yeah. and, 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 but but my, okay. my point is, is that I, I would love to sleep in until 8.30 tomorrow. It ain't going to happen. No. Never. No. It doesn't matter what I do. My biological clock says 5 o'clock. <laughs> I'll set it for 6 and it, my body says get up. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. I'll lay there. 5 o'clock. I'll lay there roll around and like, like. You don't have to get up, Favor. But yeah. you know what? You have to get up. Yeah, I mean, what just, are you going to do? I mean, it's just one of those things. All right, so let me yeah. ask you guys a question. Yep. Okay, Monday night was the national championship yes. game. I know where this is going. How far did you make it? I, 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 I was at neighbor's house. We made the whole thing. You made it whole oh, yeah. night, yep. Kirk? I didn't. I, I'll be honest with you, Jeff. I hit the third quarter, and Kate goes, I'm going to bed. And then I was one-eyeing it from there. And next thing I know, it's like 13 minutes left. And I fell asleep. Yeah, I would. I would I say on the couch. Of the, of, it's over of, of the party at six thirty because everybody kind of brought something, and you know we had some fried fish. We had yum. Um, you know, oh, it was oh yeah, my god. Nice. Um, what else? Did, uh, they they had the 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 chicken nuggets from Chick Fil A. I mean, I'm talking just platters of the stuff. But anyway, there was All probably right. ten, twelve people there. Mm-hmm. 
And when mm. I left at the end of the football game, there was four of us. You know, everybody. Everybody. That's a late game. It and, is you know, you know what was so funny is, is Carrie wasn't feeling good, so she didn't go. And I got home at midnight. I'm sorry. Right? And she's like, the hell? Why are you coming home at it's the midnight? Game. I'm like, I, I said, I, as soon as it was over, I because I, I literally walked. Well, honey, I went to the dollar store. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. She's like, and she's like, really? I'm like, yeah. Four hours, man. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I made it to halftime. Good for and you. I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm bad it was a great game. It was. It was. It was a great football game. Yeah, yeah, it's a great game. I mean, it's back and forth a little bit, and I was like, I was entertained and. I mean, I just I've gotten like my fill of football for a little while. So I bet yeah. you have. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, I, yeah I, I'll bet. <laughs> I start, you know, you get yeah. a little, a little okay. naughty, and yeah. mm-hmm. when I say naughty, you know, you start nodding off, naughty, mm-hmm. not like, naughty, not no, I, not I, I can be naughty, but it was naughty, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> but it no. was. I was just making sure the pronunciation was correct. That's correct. it. That's all I was doing. That's, that's, that's right. No insinuation. Oh. That's right. Oh. See. I'm trying to keep it clean on the show. I, I I get it though. I totally get it. I I I wanted to watch it. Actually, we've got you know Kyle bought us a new TV for Christmas, and it's got nice. all this new stuff on it. Yeah, well, I wish my kids would buy me something like that. And uh, I can't. I uh, went and bought one the, myself this week. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I tell yeah. you what, these smart Kyle for a week. Yeah. <laughs> these new smart TVs are smarter than me. Oh, they're ridiculous. So, how I, big of a TV did you buy? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Because, I mean, I, I've been real stubborn. Yeah. I've got I've got the blue background on my TV, which means it's going out. Yeah, you I just did that. Yeah, yeah. Kyle just took mine back to Naples. He said, "I'm gonna go send, sell this on eBay." Yeah, well, you, same you, thing. Blue. Kevin, you everything can, was blue. Look like Smurf. Yeah, exactly. Looked like I was watching. Everybody come in my house and go. What's wrong with your TV? Does the same thing. Yeah. What do you mean? It's I'm not, blue. I'm no TV expert. Yeah. But I, I listen to my guy Dennis uh-huh. at Best Buy and the LG. Uh, I, don't, I think it was his. I think so. Who knows? Yeah. Whatever yeah, it is. But it was supposed to be the best one. Yeah, we we needed to have one that had the sound in the TV. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know, you want the LCD or there's another LCD technology that's oh, out yeah. now and smart TV and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we need one with – or one and one with the anti-glare because it's a bright room. It's got windows. And, right. And, I mean, there's a million TVs to, that you can oh, get. Oh, gosh. But, I mean, nowadays, I mean – and, Chris, you – Technology has just advanced so much; it's ridiculous. And oh, that yeah, you, it's you can stupid. go and buy a sixty-five-inch TV now and spend eight, nine hundred bucks. Yeah, oh, you, yeah, you, you remember sure. the TV that I have? And back you, in back in the day, and that's like a four K TV. And back in the day, that would be like six grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the TV that I have right now? Yeah, the you, big one hanging on the wall. Yeah, the uh, one that I turned you on one, to. Yeah, for two hundred fifty bucks, was, which was amazing. Yeah, I had six, the same thing. I bought the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all three. Yeah, of we, we all did. bought one, yeah, and it lasted for what? I six stood, years, seven? Longer than that? Eight? Oh, it's more than that. Has it been that long? It's been longer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because because the one thing that I remember is that Big Bill was still um, part of the show at that time, right? And and he's the one who literally got online, and I got the last one. And because you had bought one and Jeff had bought one, and, and yeah, I went, uh, Kate I, went over there. I, I she left, couldn't get it in the car. I left so the big. show. I left yeah. the show and went, went straight over there and just picked it up. But but, but yeah. I mean the the, the technology yeah. is just so affordable. Yeah. Now. And look, I mean, nine hundred bucks a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It is, yes. But I mean, compared to what it used to be, like I was saying, if you were going to get a sixty-five inch four K TV back in the day, it'd be a couple grand. All day long, I, I, yeah. yeah. But now, now they like, make. But now they have TVs that they're still selling TVs for you know twenty five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, it's right. just now they're 
now they're massive and they're curved and they do all kinds of weird and stuff. And some of they the like technology, clean the house and, I, I, like I said, I'm no expert, but some of the technology, like where you go to 8K and all that kind of stuff, what you're getting put in your TV can't even make it come out 8K. Right. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. So yeah. it's not They're even preparing. Yeah, yeah. They're selling the hardware cool. in advance for whenever the stuff gets downloaded so that you can get it to your TV. But you know how some people are. They're like, ah, I got to have the best of the best. Yeah, like, give me that 8K. Well, guess what? The 8K ain't going to work for you. Right. You're not going to get it. It's kind of like my uh, iPhone 6. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, what, what is it? What, what is it now? I don't even the know. The 13. Is it really? Wow. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't um, have an Apple, but. But yeah, but it's a 13. There yeah. is nothing better than when you get a new TV and then you dial up the outdoor channel or the sportsman's channel for the first time because some of the, you know, most of all of these guys that are in outdoor filming now are all shooting in HD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you see some of the quality of the video mm-hmm. on a good TV, you're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. I agree. It's like looking at a, a you know, a, a mole on a Nat's rear end. You're right. like, oh, my God, look at that. It's cool, man, because you can just see so much clarity. Big mole. Yeah. I mean, the clarity yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. is ridiculous nowadays. When you got a good TV. It is. The colors you, in it are vibrant. And the thing that it kills me is Kyle's like, oh, you can, you can work this. There are so many applications on these streaming TVs. A smart TV. Smart TV. Yeah, it's it, it, called it, Smart TV. It, it takes, it'll take me months to figure it all yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, all I need to do is turn it on and change the channel and the volume. It's kind of, it, it's kind of like my bottom recorder. Forget my that Simrad. nowadays. Yeah. I, there's, I, Ain't that easy I, anymore. I, yeah, I it's can just not that easy. 20% of that damn thing, you know? No, it's, it's it not. Took me, it took me 10 minutes to get the game on Monday night. <laughs> Ten minutes. I was so frustrated. It was ten after eight, and Kate goes, "What are you screaming about?" And I go, "I can't figure this I can't game out." Figure out. And she where goes, the, "What where is the game?" Is at? I said, it's, "It's on ESPN." She goes, "Give me the thing," and she gets it, and she flips three times. She goes, "Here," hands it back to me, and all of a sudden it's there. I'm like, "Unbelievable!" Yeah. I'm like, "Where's the book?" And Kyle goes, "Dad, there's no book. You got to go on your phone if you want to look at the book." That's right. That's, I'm like, "Yeah, there's no book anymore. Yeah. There's no there's more that, book. No, it's YouTube." Yeah. There's an yeah, app now YouTube. for that, YouTube, and then you yeah. can it's find absolutely. the app. Absolutely, oh God, you can find anything on YouTube. Look yeah. at the video. I'm like, oh God, man. YouTube has saved my life. Oh, I, that is my go-to. You know, I, I had to, um, which it's it was real simple, but I had to take my trolling motor off this week. Yeah, take it to the shop. Yeah, take it to uh, TMS, uh-huh. and um, you know, I mean, it, it, again, it's very simple how to take them off. But I mean, I'd never done it, right? You know, <clears throat> so YouTube and I'm GTS. like, oh my God. Yeah, and and then the other thing was is that Scott Sh- Captain Scott Shank let me borrow his trolling motor while mine was out. Very cool. And so I had to um, my remote control. I had to hook it up to the new trolling motor. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm like, oh, I have no idea of it. Went to YouTube. And, Ta- and taught you how like, to do it. It was like three beeps. Hold it down, and there we go. My <laughs> my, my remote worked on his trolling motor. I know. Well, like, not only that, now, awesome. if you drop your trolling motor remote in the boat and break it, or the battery dies. I got it, I got it downloaded right here, bro. You got an application on your phone. Yep. Isn't that wild? Yep. I saved one of the captains the other day. I told Steve about it, and and one of the guys showed up at the boat ramp, and he told him, and he said, hey, you know, you can get a remote on your iPhone. And he's like, what? Yeah. He goes, yeah. So he was out up in a creek, you know, Buzz Brannion, and the, the trolling motor died, the, the remote died, 
And he sat right there in the boat, downloaded the app right on his iPhone in the creek. (laughs) And he said it worked like a champ. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? It is. Incredible. I guess you got to have the Bluetooth turned on the phone, right? Yes. Operate the trolling motor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, do you have to be within phone distance? As in, if you're 20 miles offshore, is it going to work? Probably not. The Bluetooth? Yeah. No, that's, that's like proximity yeah okay. bluetooth, bluetooth is is local it is yeah. lo- it yeah. is local okay yes. yeah, that I, doesn't, know, because i know that like our phones don't work 10 miles offshore yeah it doesn't correct <clears throat> you can be 20 miles offshore and the bluetooth will work yeah it's, it's like a it's it like will, a walk it, it talks work. to the motor doesn't talk to anything else okay it, yeah so the application like a, is permanently on the phone chris yeah it's kind of okay. like i, I thought yeah. they said the opposite i did too yeah okay so right. the yeah with bluetooth it's kind of like a walkie-talkie between two devices okay okay Right, yeah. So I don't have to have reception. Or, or, Correct. Or, okay, cool. Or always carry extra batteries. <laughs> yeah. Or that. Yeah, well, the, the, the cool thing is is our remotes now are triple A's. You know, they used to be those right. little round batteries. Yep. You know, and that, yeah, like watch batteries Yeah, or like watch batteries, and th- that was a pain in the rear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why would anybody make something that's a bigger device to have those batteries? I mean, just, just yeah, use it, it triple make, A or yeah, double A. Yeah, triple A, yeah. Well, you know, I used to carry an extra remote, and they were – I don't know what they are now. It was like $125 for an extra remote. So I had two remotes, uh-huh. and one of mine got fried. It didn't, the batteries didn't just die. It, the remote fried. Weren't you fishing with Gus Bradley? And, and his, his batteries died on the No, remote. we ran out of gas. Ran oh, you ran out of gas. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Jeff calls me and goes, I'm out here in front of your oh, house. No, fishing. that's even worse. I need a tow. Don't tell anybody. Uh, hey, Gus. Um- <laughs> When's the last time you put gas in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's got gas. It's, it's got, got gas. gas. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll start checking everything out. And uh, Empty. Are you sure it's got gas? Yeah, but because the fuel gauge didn't work. Oh. The fuel gauge uh, broke. Uh, right. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's when you fill it up every time okay. you use it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? It's like boating 101. Are you mm. sure you got gas? You know, I'd go oh, back yeah. there and I'd prime it up again and fire it up and it'd run for a minute. Oh. <laughs> God, the greatest thing. So where were you? Offshore. They were out there in front of my house. (laughs) I had to call. I called a friend of mine. I called Raymond. I said, Raymond, I need to ask you a favor. Are you running traps today? Raymond King running crab traps. He goes, yeah. I said, can you do me a big favor and don't tell nobody? Don't (laughs) don't tell anybody. And he goes, oh, this is good. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Jeff's out in the ocean. He's going to call you. Coach, Coach Gus Bradley. He's going to call you on the phone. Can you go pick so them up broke drag down. them in? They're broke down. He drug them in. That was great. So he, we got a tow all the way in. Right. Right? Yeah. We get pulled into Morningstar Marina right mm-hmm. there at, yeah. the, uh, the, yeah. at the boat ramp, you know, thinking that, uh, you know, his wife's going to bring the trailer and come, yep. come sure. you know, load it up and haul <laughs> it out, take it to the shop. Uh-huh. Said, well, let's just put some gas in it see what happens. Some gas in it, turn the key. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, Gus. Gus, $100,000 boat, didn't yeah. need gas in it. Offshore. Yeah. And you didn't put any gas in it? Oh, well, we put gas in it uh, this That's time. time like, That's classic. Oh, my. Oh, wait till you know I what? tell everybody. I never told Soul. And Raymond didn't either, which I thought was pretty, pretty noble. <laughs> Well, it's been a few years. It's been a few years. Yeah. Now yeah. everybody knows. The statute of limitations exactly. is gone. Yes, thank that was, you. It was funny. <laughs> Coach, that was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I got a story forever. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I can laugh at them and 
I mean, right when I say you. a story forever, a story forever that I can use as blackmail against him. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> right. just like it's it's just like the story earlier. Did you take a break when uh, had Doug Wenzel on the boat with Travis, and we were looking for Kobe on the beach. Come up on a raid that's got a fifty pounder on it. Ooh. I had five baits, and he threw all five baits off. You know, trying to mm. get it in front of the fish. That's too funny. And 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 he, he finally comes back there to me. He goes, Dude, aren't you just mad as hell? I'm like, hell no. If we'd have caught it, it wouldn't have been a good story. <laughs> you know, I got something on you now forever. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Oh, how about that how about matters. me and the sailfish? Oh, the, that, right, back, hold, that, yeah, hold that that's story. A, that's a great story. That's a great story, we got too. We've got some stories to tell yep. and more today here on the uh, Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. If you'd like to join in, 904-641-1010. Might be one of the prettiest songs. Absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, one of my favorite. I, I, there's no question. Probably my favorite Judd song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, but this song is, it's up there. There was another Judd song, um, gosh, years ago that I used to listen to that I, I loved, and I can't remember what the name, what it was, but uh, they had a lot of really. They good do. Ones. I mean, I mean if, if yeah. you wanted to pick a, a country music artist or a group, the Judds might be yeah. at the top. And their and, top and, five, and, ten. And their time, man, they were yeah, yeah they fantastic. Were yeah. Absolutely awesome. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's do an updated weather and an updated tides here on the Nimnik Buick yeah, GMC man, Outdoor it's Show. It's getting ready to get ugly. It, it is. It is getting ready to get ugly. Let's yeah, start with a tides report brought to you by Angie Subs. Angie Subs right there at the corner of Beach and Pemmin, and don't forget you got the Grom at the beach, which has kind of a similar menu, but. It's a little bit different at the Grom, so if you want to change it up, and also for breakfast on the weekends at the Grom, they get crazy. Uh, today at Mayport, the Bar Pilot Dock at 6.55 a.m., that was a high tide. That was a 4.39. And then this afternoon at 1.01 p.m., it will be a .19. Tomorrow, early in the morning at 7.36 a.m., that's going to be a 4.49, 1.41 p.m. tomorrow, a .07. And a weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And this is uh, out to 20 nautical miles. Uh, let's go all the way to 60 nautical miles. Weak high pressure builds in briefly tonight and then moves east of the area on Saturday. A strong low pressure system will pass north of the region Saturday night. In the Sunday with a cold front, sweeping widespread rainfall and a few thunderstorms over the coastal waters, south to southwest winds increase ahead of the front late Saturday night into Monday. Frequent gusts to gale and elevated seas are likely during this time frame. So what does that mean? And this is out to 20 nautical miles. South winds today, 5 to 10 knots, 2 to 3 feet. Pretty day. Beautiful day. Pretty day. Yes. Tonight, southeast, 15 to 20 knots, increasing to 20 to 25 knots with frequent gusts to gale force late tonight, seas 4 to 6. Tomorrow, south winds 20 to 30 knots with frequent gale force gusts, seas 6 to 9 feet with a dominant period of 7 seconds, very rough on the intercoastal. That sounds great. Oh, does it? That sound wonderful. Showers in the morning and then a chance of showers in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Monday, west winds, 15 to 20 knots, 4 to 6 feet. Tuesday, northwest winds, 10 to 15, diminishing to 5 to 10 in the afternoon. Wednesday, mark it down, 
Mm-hmm. Southwest winds, five to ten knots, I one to two feet. Yeah. I saw that this morning. I was like, it's going to be pretty. Wow. Wednesday. What's but, wrong with but, that? But, That's but brought it, to you but, each and every week by the Beard Pig, best barbecue in Jacksonville. It is Saturday. Two locations. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is that Wednesday. It could change. Right, yeah, it could yeah, change. Yeah. It could change. It could change. By the way, Beard Pig, mm-hmm. uh, two locations, and uh, very excited to tell folks that the uh, Angelwood shoot this year, the Bearded Pig, will be serving lunch. Very nice. Yes. yes. So that same great menu is going to be outstanding. Yes. Uh, uh, just an update on, on your comment about uh, the remote. They're right. now 200 bucks from Captain Chip. 200 Lincoln. bucks. To yeah, buy two, an extra remote. Woo. Yeah. 200 bucks for a remote. Because, so, uh, well, I mean, what do you mean? Buy one. Well, he, he, Kirk, Kirk said he always carried an extra remote. You know? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah it should be, the extra remote should be your phone. Yeah. Because that's free. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing that would make me nervous, and because I was kind of getting nervous yesterday because I was on the kayak and using the phone to and take pictures, all that kind of stuff, is that if it if you yeah. drop that oh, sucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you drop it on the deck. I mean, it's got rubber grips on the outside, but I dropped mine a couple they float? times. They float, right? I don't think. No, 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 no. They don't uh-uh. float. They go down like pop? a rock. They don't float? Uh-uh. Oh, boy. Like a rock. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't float. That's not. I mean, they, they're waterproof, though, right? Yeah. No. They're yeah. not. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're they leach, they, they will leach into the back, into the battery. Really? Yeah, I mean, like, Oh, yeah. you like, got to check it out. I've always, you know, I'll, ca- I'll carry mine around my neck. Yeah. It's sometimes when I'm in the live well, and it's, you know, Dro- dro- drooping over, down. yeah. I'm thinking, oh crap, because if it if it oh, goes in the yeah, if it goes in the live well. You know who's fav- who made that line famous? Um, Homer I'm... Simpson. Oh, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but I can't believe that they don't make that thing to where it's it, waterproof. It's water resistant. And well, the trolling motor is not waterproof. You can't take a pressure washer. Of course, that'd be a stupid thing. But you can't take a high powered water flow. And hit the head of that motor, it it right. it will leach. It will get wet in there. You would think with technology today that that <clears throat> that they could make some of those things happen, right? You if we quit so. buying all that stuff from China and start making it in this country, it might be. Oh better. gosh! I don't know about that. Here he goes. You'll get, the, <laughs> you'll get grumpy. Now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, this is a pretty funny post by Ed Norris mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. At the end of hunting season, I think I'm going to go home now. It's a picture of Forrest Gump with the big mm, beard. Big, long beard. <laughs> when he was running. At the end of his run. That sounds like our, our boy James. Mm. Mm. Coming uh, home after a month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, brother James, uh, he ain't coming home. No. Hunting season or not. It don't matter. Season. No. There's always a hunting season. He ain't coming uh, home. Yeah. Well, back to the funny story. Oh. Well, the I'll, never, for, oh, I'll never forget it. Kevin calls me up and goes, hey, we're going to do a film a show. Why don't you come down here and join us? At, at at the web, because yeah. God, everybody knows about it now. Yeah, at the web. Yeah. The web. What's the web? Bunny's web. Bunny's web. BW. Okay. So Kevin calls well, me. Now, and, I, I'm gonna, and I know what Bunny's web is. you got to explain that to people that have no idea what Bunny web is. Everybody knows. Web is. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows Bunny's web. Now. No, they don't. Yeah. There's people that don't well, fish. It's, it's five miles off Shantytown. Right. Okay. So Kevin that calls me. That clarifies it. It's a spot. Yeah. It's a fishing it, it, it spot used, in the it, ocean. It, it used to be called the special spot. Yeah, and we, it is no longer that okay. anymore. We it called it been, that for a long it has been the, time. Kirk and I would anyway. Doesn't make any difference. Why was it, it called Bunny's Web? It's always been called Bunny's Web. That I, I um. It was it was named after a guy's wife, Bunny, 
Um, yeah. In, in, um, in memoriam, yeah, I think. Charlie Hamaker. Yeah. The books that we read. Yeah. He all, had a, included a, all of Buddy's Web. That was like one of the original. Um, artificial reefs. Artificial reefs that the Jacksonville Offshore Sport Fishing Club put out. Then why was it a secret spot if it somebody put it out? Everybody forgot about it. Everybody forgot about it. Oh. There was a handful of people who remembered it. So Eddie in Smith other words, and, and, somebody from the club doing these reef things, and they forgot to tell everybody else. No, about they put it out spot. there. Okay, so 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 here's the deal: there is about three spots there. Okay. Everybody had one spot, which was a sailboat. Okay. Okay. They didn't fish the spot Kirk and I fished, okay. which is about three quarters of a mile away. And seriously, if there was somebody on that spot, Kirk and I wouldn't stop. We wouldn't even go there. We wouldn't, we go, wouldn't even we, go there on the weekends. We, yeah. Oh, Lord, no. No. Oh my gosh. We would only go there during the week, and yeah. that's why we called it. You heard us on the show for 15 20 years, years yeah. 20 years. Call it that. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the secret spot. Yeah. We call it yeah. the special, special spot. spot. And special he would spot, call me whatever. and he'd go, if, if I didn't have bait or he didn't have bait, we would meet there. And a lot of times I'd give him bait or he'd give me yep. bait. Okay. And so we'd meet in the middle. And okay, was, so you guys decided to meet at the special spot mm-hmm. one day. To, he was filming a show yep. with Mike Kaminsky. Yep. Okay. And so the, the, the bite was on. We showed up. I don't know why we decided to do that. Maybe he, he didn't have bait or I didn't have bait, one of the two. But anyway, we pulled up down there. And he and I were the only people there. And we were in there and just having a blast. And towards the end of the, you know, as much film that Kevin said he needed, he said, Kirk, uh, what are you going to do? And I said, I think I'm going to run back to Jacksonville. And he goes, well, how about come over here and dump all your bait over here in front of the boat and let's see if we can get these kings skying. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> so I pull up over there and I take all the pogies all the pogies no, out of Should have kept a couple of them. Always, always, always keep a couple. You did not. Always, you didn't keep a couple. Negatory there, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Okay. And so Mike's standing up there with the with the I camera. Know where this is going. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I start, I dump them all in the bucket, and I just take the bucket and do like a like a like a spray, pull yeah. and spray them all over the back of the boat. And all of a sudden, I hear Mike go, Kirk, Kirk, and I'm only like twenty feet from him. He goes, Look over your shoulder. Wait, 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 wait. He threw the bait. Into, into the water. water. Into the water. Okay, no. you kind of gave the impression you threw it in the back of the yeah. boat. No, no, no. Threw it, threw it okay. off the threw back it, of the boat. Off the back of the boat, After into the, the boat, water. Sprayed right. it okay. like a spraying motion so yeah. that they scattered all over. And the Kings were doing their thing. Yeah, yeah they, they were. They were skying. And and all of a sudden, Mike Pinson goes, Kirk, Kirk, look behind you. And I'm like, what? And Kevin goes, get a bait, get a bait. And I'm like, what? Sailfish. Sailfish 10 feet behind the boat. So it's just swimming like, like and, and slurping down baits. Surfing bait. <laughs> and Kirk, I see him, and, and, and his charter's over there like, come on, Kirk. And he's looking underneath his seat, trying to find a dead one, <laughs> something. Everywhere. And, and he's like, Kirk, throw me a bait, favor. And I went, <laughs> you had them all. Yeah, I'm like, he's I'm over like, there laughing I'm his like, butt yeah, off Kirk, I, I'm like, Kirk, I got it. I got it. And I just <laughs> tossed one to him and hooked the fish sailfish up, you know. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. My guys were like, why'd you do that? And so go, you did have a bait. No and you hooked the oh, sailfish. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. He caught it. Yeah. It was hilarious. Kurt, throw me a bait, fam. I wanted to cry. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> the fish is just, let me, just let me throw a bait. <laughs> it was just had Here, like. catch this one. Catch this oh, one it just fell hook. short. Yeah. I'll watch it. It had a hook in it. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, It was great. It was classic. It was pretty funny. Bet you'll never do that again. No. You know what? Never have and, since. And, and, it, and it's Learning funny. Curve. Um, and this has happened to me numerous times. And I'm, I'm I'm not talking about a handful of times. I'm talking numerous times. You know, I'll be offshore. Guys, let's go. You know, it's time to go in. And they're like, you want us to empty the live well? Nope. 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 Don't touch don't it. Don't ever. Mm-hmm. Just don't. And, and I'll, 
I'm telling you, it's happened to me numerous times. Yep. You run across a ray, Something. it's got a cobia, a triple tail, um, tarpon in a bait pod. I mean, I, I, I have been running down the beach and at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and come across Kingfish sky and in ten feet of water. Yeah, you put a bait out. Put a bait you know, out. I mean, try you, to catch you it. don't. I mean, you don't ever empty the live. I mean, not and, and not only that, but the cool thing is, is we've got like those big jacks and tarpon mm-hmm. in Comanche Cove, mm-hmm. it, which are they're they're kind of like pets now, you know. So mm-hmm. we, so when we get in, they know. Hand feed you're, you're going to give them the leftover. Oh, bait. they love it, man. Oh, I mean, it, it's what a, a show. Sh- it's a show. Did you ever video that? Uh-uh. You should. I should. I should take a video yeah, of it. Yeah, take a video of that. Yeah, that'd be a cool thing I, to I'm share. I'm talking, you know, big jacks. summertime, obviously, summertime, right? Summertime, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you yeah. never dump all the bait. No, you don't. Never ever dump no. all the bait. No, bad idea. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. Okay, uh, folks, if you'd like to join in this morning here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, the number is 904-641-1010. So just the other day, just the other day, the other day, <laughs> went uh, fishing out there in Mayport with Captain Kurt, Captain Steve, and I uh, was driving by, saw that new big giant community center out there. Oh, was it nice? It's big. Yeah. It's huge. It's very big. And then also, I was sitting there going, hey, I wonder if guy's around. I, the gate was closed. That consignment boat. Oh, set. no. Like, Man, I want to just yeah. go and say hi. Yeah. Uh, just uh, this week, uh, consignment boat sales. They sold a 2018 Scout, a 255 center console, and a 18 foot Ginu. Ginu, nice. Okay, uh, explain what a Ginu is to people. But center console people know what that is, and a Scout is a brand of boat. A Ginu is kind of a modified canoe. It is. It's a, it, it's a canoe. It's, with, it's a little bit bigger with, on the freeboard, right? With with the transom. What's the freeboard? Freeboard means the amount of 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 uh, distance between the water and the side of the boat. So it actually has a couple more inches of freeboard, so it floats up higher in the water column. And like Kevin says, the back of it's squared off, mm-hmm. so you can mount a motor on it. Right. right. It's got a square transfer. Chop the a- back end off of a canoe. Foot ginu That's a big a one. Big ginu. That's a big ginu. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how fast you could get that going if you put like a 25-horse Oh, it'd fly. Oh, it'd fly with a 25. Of oh, my God. <laughs> you seen those guys? Anyway, let me finish this. Yes, yes. Uh, hey, look, a uh, guy said they're looking for quality pre-owned boats, uh, bay boats, flats boats, center consoles, et cetera. If, you, uh, if you've if you got one of those, call Guy at Consignment Boat Sales at 904-249-6225, or you can visit jaxboating.com, jacksboating.com. He's always here to help folks, whether you're trying to – Buy or whether you're trying to sell a boat at mm-hmm. consignment boat sales. But you see those videos of those guys that are riding those hot rod kind of. Guinos and standing. Like Gino skinny boats. You know? standing. No, no, these guys are like, uh, and I think it's like somewhere in, in like India or something like that because you, you can see that these guys are, they're, they got a, uh, like a hand controlled, uh-huh. tiller controlled boat. Right. But it's got, these longer shafts and like almost like car motors on the back. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah, yeah. A, uh, I just saw one of those. It's a go-devil. It's a go-devil. That's a go-devil. But, it, yeah. but it's not a go-devil like what we're thinking about, right. like getting around the swamps of Louisiana right. and South Florida. 
these things have got like a car engine with yeah. the big old long prop thing out the back, and they sit there and they go vroom, 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 and drop that thing in the back. Next thing you know, these guys are going like 100 miles an hour. Yeah, I've seen that. Are they in standing a up? Yeah, they're standing up. No, they're up. like, like okay. holding the side. With everything they Everything can. they got. Well, Chris, oh. what are they going, 100? Oh, my gosh. I, the one that I saw, clearly, it had a, a the camera view was right in front of the guy. Yes. And facing him. So you see him, and then you see the motor, and it's a diesel. It's like a diesel. Wow. So, so it's a the, bigger motor. Yeah, but and the his face smoke. is literally like the, oh, the, you can be. see the waves in the face because of the yeah the wind is pulling his face back. And black smoke is pouring out the back of this thing. <laughs> Are they racing these things? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy. Great. Yeah, it's a mess, and he's I, and he's there in his in his messed up t shirt and sandals and yeah. just yeah, and and his hair is going straight back because he's going so fast. I don't yeah. know if it's like India or if it's uh, one of the far east countries. I mean, it's just I mean, it's got. Drops that thing in the water, man. I've seen him in a James Bond movie. Imagine, um, think of it this way. Take that 18-foot Ginu, okay, and drop a 250 on the back of it with a tiller hand control. That's what these cats are doing. Phone's ringing. (laughs) How about that? Can you imagine going that fast? No, I, don't I can't. Even, I don't like bass boats. Uh-uh. I I don't like standing going that fast. I see those guys running those guinos, and they got like a little yep. U rail in there, and they're holding on to that little yeah. U rail, and they got mm-hmm. that thing wide open, and they're uh-huh. going like forty miles an hour standing. Uh uh-uh. yeah. No, thank know. you. Uh, I don't know. It looks no, dangerous. No chance. Maybe it's just me. Uh, no, no chance. I mean, I don't mean to be a weenie or anything, but what's the fastest? You are a weenie. What's the fastest you've ever gone in a boat? I mean, and and anything but a plane. Car, oh, well, you gotta remember, boat, motorcycle. In, in Buford's Porsche. Oh, in, Lord. In oh, how fast? <laughs> yeah, that's no, we're talking about eight, boat yeah. boat now. Yeah. Yeah, so. How about I, you? I rode a bass boat on, what's the lake up there in Atlanta? Lake uh, Lanier. Lake Lanier, yeah. yeah. With Jim McCollum, and I, I forgot the guy's name. Anyway, we went up there to go striper fishing for a couple of days. And we got in this guy's boat. And he was going 75 miles an hour. And I'm not kidding you. That's scary. The scary thing is we're running along where we're wearing helmets. Yeah, and you know, that's nothing in a basket. And I got a full uh-uh. full shield on, and I see an orb spider. You know what I'm talking about? Those what? Big old oh, yeah. Orb spider. Big old black orb spiders. Okay. The ones that make the the, the webs in the, in the yeah. at night, and then yeah. they take them in, in in the daytime. It fell out of a tree. And I could see it coming, and it hit my shield, and it just went... <laughs> <laughs> and I was exploded. Like, if that had hit me in the head, yeah, I'd have yeah, jumped out of the boat. Been like, been like a bullet. I would have yeah. just jumped out of the boat. You know, I was like, that is un- we had to stop. I had to clean my face shield. Okay, off. so what? Seventy five in a boat. Seventy five, and like you said, your jowls is, are flapping. flapping. Yeah, like your you can't open your flapping. mouth because you rip your cheeks. Out. It'll totally make your mouth blow up. Oh yeah. Okay, so it was when too you, fast. When you went that fast, I was not comfortable. Did you have anything to hold on to? Uh, just the side of the boat. The side was, of the boat. There's no handle yeah, I, or anything. You know, bass boats, because, you know, I've, I've fished with Joey Thickpin a couple times. You mm-hmm. know, and you were there. You yeah. Know, yeah, you, and, um, yeah. You fished yeah. with them a couple more times other than outside of when I was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there, I, 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 remember, I mean, there's not a whole lot to hold on to. No. That's what, the reason I was not asking him that yeah. is because yeah. I, I'll never forget years ago when I was playing football – they had, there was a guy who was a special teams coordinator of the New Orleans Saints, and his name was Joe Marciano. Great guy. And he was a diehard bass fisherman. I mean, diehard. And every year, 
uh, for a number of years, he put on a tournament down in Louisiana that brought in the and there you know there's all these bass fishing tournament trails. Well, they had a charity thing. Yeah, it was kind of a charity, and they brought in NFL players and paired them up with these guys that fished the Skeeter Trail, Uh Skeeter Bass Boat Trail. And the Skeeter Trail was different, and somebody could probably correct me because I'm probably not going to get all this right, but I think I'll get it for the most part right. Mm -hmm. The BASS Trail had like a limitation on horsepower on the back of the boat. Uh, You weren't allowed to have like the jack plates and all this kind of thing. Well... The Skeeter Trail was kind of like the wild, wild west of bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you wanted to put a bigger motor on the back, just do it. Go ahead. Right. If you wanted to put a double jack plate to get more of the hold of that boat out of the water to make it go faster, go right ahead. Well, that's what a lot of them do. And yeah. when that thing feathers, you can feel that thing floating, float, flying. You're like, right. Holy smoke! So, if you hit something, we're 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 out of here. I got paired up with this guy the first time I ever go out there. And he was a, an owner of an RV company. He made RVs. I mean, big mm-hmm. company nationwide. And, but this was his passion. He loved bass fishing. And so he had this thing, and it had a double jack plate on the back and a way too big a motor, and he had a hot foot, which mm-hmm. back yep. in the day, that was a cool thing, right? It was yeah. a, it was gas a gas pedal. pedal. Yeah, yeah, with you a big old use, foot. Yeah, you didn't use the throttle. That's what freaked me out. Start it up. So, Start it up. We take off, and it's hotter than blazes, of course, you know, because right. it's Louisiana in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was near Morgan City, Louisiana. And he, you know, we take off, and he's, you know, just kind of just going, and, and I just come from, and I'm, and I'm sitting on the passenger side, okay? Mm-hmm. And so for those people, a car, you drive on the left side, right? Okay? Uh-huh. In a bass boat, the controls are on the right, the right side. Yep. Okay, so he's on the right side. I'm on the left side. And on the left side, there's no window, console, right. nothing. It's open. Okay, he's holding on a steering wheel. I am holding on the side of the boat <laughs> and trying to hold <laughs> under the, the seat. seat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because there's no grab bar. Right. There's no console or there's anything. No, there's nothing to hang on to. And he cranks this thing up, and next thing I know, we're floating. We're yeah. flying in the air, running like 78, 80, yeah. something like that. And I turn and look, and I'm like, what do I hold on to? <laughs> and his face is flapping in the wind because, you know, he's probably like in his, he's probably in his late 60s. So he's got, and, and I'm like, oh, my God, his face is like going to fall, <laughs> fall off. <laughs> and so next thing you look, there's a skeleton head. <laughs> so I'm sitting there here. going, if, if, if he turns one way or another, yep. I'm going straight. Dude, I, I mean, there's nothing I'm holding on to. Right. Yeah. So then we finally calm down, and I'm white-knuckled. My heart is racing. I'm scared to death because I don't know this yeah. guy. I just got in a boat with him, right. and he's running 80. Jeez. So we slow down a little bit, and he says, hey. You know, he's talking loud because we're yeah. moat, the boat's still running. He's, hey, we're, we're getting ready to go over this shoal to jump back into this canal. Hold on. So hold on. <laughs> the what? <laughs> what myself are you, are you yeah. yeah crapping me right, right? Yeah. so, so oh, he God. swings wide out in the river because and this is like the mississippi so he swings wide and then he turns <laughs> and then guns it and then starts getting that thing floating again and, and there's an entrance there's a canal that literally juts off like at a 90 degree angle off of this river now we're running like 75 80 and you can see the you can see the rip of the current 
and then you can see the stillness uh-huh. to where there's some kind of a shallow bar. And we go through that thing, and I was sitting there going, he literally said, he said, we might hit bottom a little bit. And we go across that shoal, and then we end up back in this canal, and he, and he brings it down. And I was about to choke him. Yeah, I'll bet you were. I was about to choke him. Yeah. I mean, here I am, first time in this guy's boat. And, and you're freaking out. And I'm freaking out because he's running 80, and I don't have anything to hold on to. And then he tells me, we might hit the shoal. We're going to jump back into this canal. And we made it. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You gotta, I got to fish with somebody else next time. All right. So, so guys, anyway. Robbie Simmons just posted the Isuzu turbo diesel powered long tail boat. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> and I just watched it. Holy Is it crazy? My yeah. gosh. And it's just exactly as you explained, this big puff of black smoke. And man, they just <laughs> roll. Roll. Isuzu. Chris, can we put that up on our on our Facebook page to share Thanks, that Robbie. with people. What's that? That that video. It's on there. Oh, he put it up. Yeah, okay, it's on good. there. It's yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So he shared so it with yeah. everybody. Oh, Get right oh, on so that. that's a private message to us. You're right. So that's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll share it with yeah, everybody. Yeah, you got to share it because it's on our Facebook. It's hilarious. Page. Oh my god. Don't look Thank for it on right. our Instagram page because we haven't quite. Uh, the boss Jared does the the Facebook and Instagram posts, yeah. and we don't know how to do both because we're just not smart enough. I Correct. guess I don't know. We can put it on Facebook. So we'll put it on Facebook. Okay. Smart enough to leave it to the pros. Uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. All right, if you'd like to join in, uh, 904-641-1010. Just want to remind everybody that if you need a piece of equipment, Coastal Equipment, two locations, New Kings Road and McClenny, and uh, they've got a Kubota for you, and they also have maybe a Gravely Zero Turn Mower, Hot Seat Pressure Washer, and then I'm proud to say that uh, they are a lunch sponsor of the 7th Annual Angelwood Walter Chuck Foster Sporting Clay Shoot which is coming up on Thursday, February 17th. And so if you'd like to sign up, uh, we're, uh, we're putting up some links on our Facebook and social media places. Uh, but if you wanted to, the simple thing to do is to go to angelwoodjacks.org, uh, angel, A-N-G-E-L-W-O-O-D. It's not A-N-G-L-E, like angle. It's uh, angel, like angel. angelwood. Angelwood. Go to angelwood. Just search angelwood. And it'll take you to their page and then click on the events, and it'll take you to the uh, the 7th Annual Angelwood Walter Chuck Foster Sporting Clay Shooting. You can sign up and get your team. Come out and join us on uh, February 17th. We're going to be shooting. Bearded Pig's going to be providing lunch. we got a great breakfast as well. And looking forward to a lot of fun. And we will be sponsoring the Outhouse once again. The Nimnik Outdoor Show will be. And if you'd like to join us this morning again, 904-641-1010. If uh, you've got a little piece of waterfront heaven, CNH Marine Construction can make that little piece of waterfront heaven a truly a phenomenal piece of heaven with uh, with some bulkhead work, dock work, boathouse, boat lifts, you name it, they can handle it at CNH Marine Construction. Go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com and click on the CNH Marine Construction link. And remember, it uh, quality since uh, the late 70s. That's how long they've been in business and good stuff. All right, if you'd like to join us this morning here, be like Gary and call us at 904-641-1010. So let's go talk to him now. Morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning, Gary. Kirk, what are you playing over there? 
That's not me. That's Chris. Uh, I'm watching the boat video. Oh, are you? That's not me. Heck yeah, is I'm watching the boat not me, video. It's yeah. not me, Dad. It's not me, Dad. The boat video is up on our Facebook page. If people want to check it out, what we were talking about. Sorry about that, Gary. How you doing, buddy? That's okay. Gary, I'm not sorry at all. It was awesome. It was worth it. <laughs> it, it, it it's a pleasure, Jeff, to be interrupted by a legend. It's, it's always okay. There you go. Uh, my oh, question God. is, guys, you when you – Concerning tarpon fishing, do you like is it twenty twenty line that you generally fish with, and what is the biggest tarpon each of you has in hand? What, what Gary explain what? So you want to know what leader we're using and what kind of line? Right. Okay. All right. So I mean, I'm I'm eighty pound power pro and hundred pound four carbon. Depends on where you're fishing for tarpon too, though. I mean, if you're of course. Of course. I mean, uh, I'm talking ocean. Fish. Yeah, ocean tarpon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kirk, do you use the same thing? I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I'm yep. using 80-pound Power Pro, and but but a lot of times, rather than use fluorocarbon, I'll just use whatever I've got, mono. I'll use, you know, 80-pound mono. Yeah. And I'll put about four or five feet on there. Yeah, it, it, I've used 65 on a spin reel. That's kind of what I've always used. I mean, 60, 65, 80, it's 60, about the same. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. 65 is fine. Yeah. But what's the big what's the biggest each of you has ever caught pound pound wise? Tarpon. So I caught one in nineteen ninety nine that was eighty two inches by forty eight inches. Who and it came forty eight inch girth measurement. Yeah, it came out to two forty right <sighs> around there. Yeah, and, and it was it was an incredible I'll never forget that fish because I I had son and daughter, John Matthews and his daughter, I forget her name. And she was fighting a, a, like a little 70-pounder, and this fish came up and ate one of my trout baits. And at that time, you know, it was the, the 4 aught oh, yeah. 10-113-8. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. How long did it take you to land them? 45 minutes. Ooh. 45 minutes. Wow. But the thing about those fish, Gary, is she, they, they, don't, they don't jump. You know, when they get that big, they, right. they, they kind of greyhound. And she dumped the reel. And she just spent all of her energy, but but I couldn't chase her because I had another one on the other side of the boat, um, and eventually I got that one off, and 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 we just drove right up to her. And he just reeled in the line. That's and, crazy. And, it, and, it, and 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 seriously, Gary, I'll never forget this. This fish was so old that it had wrinkles all over <laughs> its face. It was it was it was an amazing fish, you know. And she was so tired. We took a piece of string. And 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 measure it out because I do massive and, yeah, fish. And, and I think the I think the state record is like two sixty. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and and she probably had a chance. That's way up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It, and, and I've caught I've caught three fish in my career over two hundred pounds. Yeah, I've never. How, how about you? How about you, Jeff? How what was the biggest you ever caught? Uh, probably like a hundred. You know. No, you caught one. You caught one with me over a hundred. Yeah, that, you, you that and was I the biggest Travis. one I ever caught was with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm trapped. Was it what one twenty? Yeah, yeah. Maybe one twenty, one thirty. Yeah. Yep. But here, here's the thing, Gary. The, uh, the the fun ones to catch are like fifty. No, that's really. Yeah, if I never oh, caught yeah. a, if I never caught another hundred fifty pounder, I could. I, could, I mean, yeah. I, I, love, I would love to catch another hundred pounder. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if I had a choice between a hundred pounder or a hundred fifty pounder and a fifty pounder, yeah. give me the fifty pounder all day long. Yeah, Kirk, you. My biggest was with Jim McCollum. It was probably 19, 20 years ago. 
and we were fishing the outside of the chum hole. Hot day, flat calm. I'll <laughs> never forget it. I mean, they were dragging right a mile off the beach of the chum hole. Shrimp boats? Shrimp boats. Mm-hmm. And the guy came in there, and he dumped what looked like a 55-gallon drum of bycatch over the side. And I'll never forget it. it there was bait floating everywhere. And, you know, I learned from you, Kevin, you're the one that taught me how to tarpon fish. You know, we start scooping up those big old sand trout. Mm-hmm. And we put one of those on, and he hooked it. Fought it for an hour. It was probably one eighty. Yeah, biggest one I ever caught. You know, that's took where, both of us to drag it in the boat. Yeah, that's you know, where. That's, that's where, when you could pick them up. Yeah, that's um, Gary. That it, chump fishing. You know, usually those really big ones like that. Uh, I'm not saying all the time, but for the most time, they're lazy and they uh-huh. love dead bait, yep. and they don't have to. You Ooh. know, they don't have to crash in bait pods. Is that the other? And, and they, they just, just slurp them up like a bass. It's absolutely, crazy. it's like a vacuum cleaner. Shoop. Just sucks them right yep. under. Yep. But that's where that, that's where we caught so many of our big fish is behind shrimp. Boats. And the funny thing too, a bigger fish like that, if they do jump one or two times, it knocks the wind out of them because they're so big, mm-hmm. and it really slows them down some. Yeah. Well, it, that goes even for sharks though, don't they? They like another fish that's in, in a bit of distress. They go after the have a tendency to go after them. A tarpon. Shark, no, uh, sh- I said even sharks do that, right? Sharks You're talking just, about lazy. Sharks will go after. They'll eat anything. Yeah, what they think they, is yeah, easy. They, they don't. They don't care. Yeah, yeah sharks <laughs> dead, alive. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. Anything easy. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> and they Thank splash you, Thanks, around. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it, guys. See you. See you. Yeah, but the the difference between catching a fifty and a hundred and fifty pound tarpon, fifty pounder will jump. A bunch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fun, they, man. Constantly oh, yeah. And you can, even, you, can, you, you can back off to 40-pound to Power Pro yep. and, and, a, and a medium reel. I and, actually, and, the ones that I was catching this summer uh, down in southwest Florida, the, those were caught on my redfish sure. rod. I, yeah. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was like 30-pound braid, mm-hmm. and I think I had, I think it was like a 40-pound or 30-pound fluorocarbon leader was right. all. right. So and that was on artificial. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's crazy. I yeah. Mean, that's... It, it, the the uh, if 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 somehow they get the hook swallowed, this that the other, it's it's like Kirk's talking about eighty pound mono or fluorocarbon. It's about a thirty to forty minute fight, and then it's done. Oh yeah, they, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna chew through it's it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, they will. Awesome. All right, uh, let's take a break. We come back. Have a LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week for all you boaters and fishermen. I saw this yesterday. Two days ago, mm-hmm. on Captain Steve Mullen's boat, pure genius. If you Kevin, if you don't have one, you're going to get one. Okay. And this is not an expensive thing, and uh, so stay tuned right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hire supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast, and they can help your business, job site, whatever have you out. All you got to do is go to LVHIERS.com to learn more and how they can help your bottom line. This week's gear tip. So we get on the other day, uh, we're going to fish. We actually were originally going to fish all three of us and then, uh-huh. and then my son Dylan. And then, Kevin, you had to do something with your trolling motor, so uh-huh. Kirk was like, hey, we'll get Captain Steve to go. We're like, all right, cool. Yeah. 
So they show up and uh, and walking down the dock. And then I was like, man, Kirk's got a nice new boat. Mm-hmm. And then about before I get on the boat, I went, uh, Steve, here, let me uh, spray the bottom of your shoes off. And I went, this ain't Kirk's boat. This is Steve's boat. <laughs> so oh, cleanliness is next the man to godliness, you know. is anal about cleanliness <laughs> on the boat. So, And I can tell you this, it's much appreciated. Uh-huh. And uh, his clients are probably very happy because the man has a clean boat. He runs a tight ship. Okay. Mm-hmm. The thing, first thing, one of the first things that I saw besides how clean it was, was underneath his uh, leaning post, he had a couple five-gallon buckets. Yep, that never move. That, that don't move. I mean, one of the worst things on a boat is yeah. a five-gallon bucket. Mm-hmm. Because it slides around. But you gotta have one. Gotta gotta, have one. Yeah, you gotta have one. You gotta have sometimes in some cases you gotta have multiple. Yes. Yeah. Or a three gallon bucket that's the kind that have the same width. I agree. Okay, that are a little shorter because then they can go into the hatch. They're they're great. Okay. He has these things called uh, and they're made by Surehold. Yep. And they're up on our Facebook page and they're called a bucket base. And they're made out of like a white rubber. Mm-hmm. Like a non-slick uh, thing. So anyway, non-skid. these, yeah, non-skid, non-marking. Right. You put these things on the bottom of your five-gallon bucket or your three and a half-gallon bucket, and the bucket doesn't move. It stays right there. Wherever you put it is where it stays. Right. Because it adds awesome. a little bit of weight yeah. to the five-gallon bucket, and it protects that hard plastic surface of the bucket. From, from scraping and sliding on the mm-hmm. nice deck of your boat. Yeah. And when I saw them, I'm like, that is pure genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like $11.98. I mean. They're cheap. Yeah. Who who wouldn't want to have That's... that if they're having, if they've, you've got five-gallon buckets on your boat or your RV, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Even if you have a bucket that you always keep in the back of your truck, mm-hmm. right? That you want to keep it from sliding around, put one of these Surehold bucket bases on them. And again, they're they're twelve bucks, mm-hmm. and that bucket won't slide. No, I mean, I just when I saw that, I'm like, why haven't we even seen yeah, anything uh, like uh, that? Five gallon buckets. I mean, that's well. The cool thing about it, if you look at it very closely, uh-huh. it's got four little fingers of rubber. That come out from the bottom of the base right side. So when you put the bucket in there, the bucket actually doesn't make contact with the deck of the boat. It's not touching the deck it's at all. It's not t- touching the deck. It's inserted in that round base. That's cool. And those little fingers lift the bucket up off the deck of the boat and really help to ensure that it's not going to slide around at all. Yeah, it's that's really awesome. a cool design. That's just genius. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. And he's a gadget guy. I got a, my my brother there. He's a he's a gadget guy. I, I mean Jeff. That's why I, I've told you guys. I'll, I'll, I love fishing with other people, especially other oh, charter captains. Every time I get in the boat, I learn something. Yeah, every, every time. time I get yeah. in that boat, I, mean, I, I learn something. I, I, from I used him. to fish with Mike Scalin two or three times a year. He was a gadget well, guy. Oh yeah, Big you know, I mean, you go out with, with Kirk. I mean, I fish with Chip, Leon. I mean, all, all of them. And yeah. here, here, here's the thing: is that even if you don't or not using it for, but let's say you're you use a five gallon bucket always. Let's say you're you're working on you're cleaning windows or something. Yeah. 
A five-gallon bucket can tip over if it gets full, particularly. It gets a little top-heavy. Right. And what this also does is it widens the footprint of the bottom of the bucket so it's less likely to tip. Exactly. And so, like, Kevin, you get back from a day of charter fishing and you want to clean your boat. Okay, instead of using a five-gallon bucket with a nice hard plastic bottom that might tip over if you pull your little scrub brush mop out of it. Yep. Okay, this thing's got a wider foot footprint, and it's not going to mark up your boat, even if it's not in your boat. And if you happen to put it in your boat, it will protect it. So it's a SureHold little five-gallon bucket base. It's and cheap. again, it's $11.98. We put the link up on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Uh, this is a great gadget and uh, a cool little thing that uh, Captain Steve came across. And I was, man, I was taking pictures of that thing going, look at that thing. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. There we go. your LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. I love being around thinking people, you know, because you learn something. Yeah. I mean, and that's a, why you're here, He's Kirk. a thinker. Yep. He's a thinking guy. No, that was that was pretty cool. And by, by the way, his boat is really nice. Yeah, it is. It's, Wait, what is it again? It's the uh, the, the 25. The Pathfinder Path 25. 25 with Pathfinder? The, with the, uh, um, the lift hull. Mm-hmm. Lift hull, step hull. Yep. Step hull design. Okay. So it actually floats a little bit when you're running. It's it's a very smooth. nice design. It's smooth. It takes the chop a little bit better than the twenty four. Mm-hmm. It it it's probably one of the finer boats that Pathfinder makes. And it uh, when we went out, we went out off of the tip of the jetties. It was rough. Yeah, I it mean, was bumpy. What, what how many feet is that? It was probably two to fours. Two to fours. Mm-hmm. You know, it was bumpy. Big, and you know, once you get near the end of the, it was rolling. Yeah, I mean, big big rollers. You know, and and that boat. I mean, running out there. Was, it took it well. It just takes it just really smooth. And it's a bigger boat now. I mean, it's got 300 on the back and uh, lots of room. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very nice boat and uh, and a very clean boat, matter of fact. Spotless. <laughs> a boat is spotless, <laughs> and it stays spotless. And Captain Kirk was totally jabbing him the whole time. Well, That's good. we always have a little fun with Chris, each other. We're always poking fun at each other. Steve doesn't want a, a, a fish Hit the deck. On the deck. Okay, right. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. Oh, no. Because it leaves fish slime. Guts. Right? right. I, yeah, right. That, that nasty Kirk was, slime. Kirk would intentionally drop a fish on the deck. I'd go flip him in the boat. And he'd go, no, no, don't do that. Flip it into my chest. i go, no, just drop it in the boat, Dylan. Flip, flip those trout up in here. You're awful. You know, I, we had fun. I, I, it was fun. I'm, I'm somewhere in between. You know, I, I, I don't, I, when people get on a boat, and, you know, my boat's clean. You know, and yeah. they, they get on and they got a little dirt on their shoes or apologizing. I'm like, look, it, once we get out here, I'll take the five-gallon bucket and rinse it out. It's, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Well, you know, because I do a lot of ring power trips. Yeah. Okay? And they're, they're wearing boots. boots. They're wearing boots. Well, that, but but a lot of them have fished on the ringleader. Mm, oh. Okay? And you don't get on the ringleader with shoes on. No. The, the, if you look at the dock whenever they leave, there's a line of shoes. <laughs> yeah, so you know they're they're kind of carry to, your shoes for the boat. Yeah, right. And then put them on once you get in the right, boat. Right. So it's it's just it's kind of funny. But I, you know, when I get in at the end of the day, if I got some fish guts on the floor or something, you know, I mean, what brushes and bleaches for? You know. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it was yeah. it was just now, fun. Yeah, but, Kirk is totally needling them. Though. Yeah. Oh, we, I mean, we always do that. He gets in my boat and does the same thing. Hey, Steve, do, uh, Steve, there's a, there's some, uh, there's some uh, blood over here, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we, before we take a break, let's go talk to Chris. He's been right. hanging on. Morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How, how y'all doing? How are you, buddy? Happy new year. Uh, happy new year. Happy new year. Uh, Jeff, I see you, y'all was talking about speed of boats. Um, 
during the greater jacks last year i was we had waiter fish and was was coming back in line past this 39 contender had three 450 racing mercuries on it wow so as we go by i look at the guys i'm like holy smokes i said I, the guy turned around and looked at me i said how fast is that thing he said 84 miles an hour i'm like and a 39 foot a 39, boat. Foot, a 39 boat. foot going that fast wow yes yeah yeah they their speed on these boats anymore just is just incredible mm. uh I don't want to go that yeah. fast. I really don't. I mean, I, I, I've been like I did the the NASCAR experience one time, and I think that was one fifty. Yeah, and uh, in a boat, I think that time down in Morgan City, that was probably seventy five eighty. You know, in one of my younger, dumber days, I got on a motorcycle and went one hundred and forty. Ooh, I'll Ooh. never do that again. And uh, yeah. my fast day, going fast days are over. Mm-hmm. I still enjoy it on the water because usually there's not not much around. But yeah. and if you're going 84 miles an hour in in a tournament, generally you're probably going to be out front. So that'd be pretty neat too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my boat, I'll promise you, I've had my boat for a year now. If you hooked it up to the electronics to be able to see how many RPMs percentage wise that, that I've run <laughs> in a year. I'll bet you it's not 5% over 4,000 RPMs. No, I, I promise go. you it's not. I'm the same way. I, I, my I'll boat bring it up on plane and pull it back. Absolutely. Pull I it back. I don't run it hard. It, 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 my boat runs perfect at 3,400 RPMs. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's yeah. about 23, 24 miles an hour. You know? And, and I mean, it'll, and, and my boat will plane at 14 miles an hour. Wow. So if, so if it's rough... I can I, I I can run fourteen miles an hour and never have to touch the throttle. Yours, is, I, mine can't play at fourteen miles an hour. Yeah, yours, Kirk, it gets up pretty quick. I mean, these pathfinders see, but, but run the, good. The one thing about the the Sea Fox, Chris, is that whenever you shower down on it, the stern doesn't go down. Yeah, it stays up. It just it just yep. it goes forward. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the yeah. the, the sheer water that I had, the yellowfin. Whenever you shower down on it, the bow comes up, yeah. and then it planes yeah. off. Yeah, Sea Fox doesn't do that. Okay, it's where why? It, I, it's just the the, the design, huh. which is and that's why Jeff, I can the run. Pathfinder sits a little bit. Sure, sure it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, with the, with the Sea Fox, you just you're already on a plane. Yeah, once it pops, I mean, I yeah. ran them for years. Once yeah. they pop, they got that Carolina flare. Yeah, and once they pop up, they, they I guess the, the, they have a squashed in on the tail. Or the stern of the boat, and it just keeps the boat up in the water column. Yeah. I was, I was, in, and Chris, this is a question that I was, me and Dylan were actually having this conversation yesterday because we were out uh, kayak fishing, and uh, and we've got you know the pedal kayaks because Dylan's is uh, have has an issue with a battery connection. So anyway, he took Tara's, and so I got mine. He's got Tara's. And I'm like, we're pedaling, you know, and we're going down the intercoastal, and you know, we're kind of I don't want to say we're racing, we're kind of semi racing. And so I'm sitting there going, <laughs> I wonder, you, you were racing. I wonder if a stepped hole in a kayak could make it go faster. I doubt it. I don't think there's no nah, speed. I think, it, I think you got to have uh, air travel. Yeah, that's boat. right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think you, I think it's for uh, for the bubble trail. You could probably sell boat. it. <laughs> probably could. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 absolutely. You can claim more speed. Yeah, that's right. You probably could. Pedal faster. That's all you, I saw the salesperson have to say. You just got to pedal faster, son. Chris, I was I was giving him a hard time because you know he's got the uh, 
he got he got the one that I won from the El Cheapo, which is the the GPS enabled one. Mm-hmm. And wow. so, so since you know he's got that uh, over with Matt at TMS getting the plugs checked out, so there's a connection issue somewhere. So anyway, uh, he's in the pedal and I'm in the pedal. And we're going and, and we have to pedal for a pretty good while to get where we're going. And after about half an hour of pedaling, I was like, dude, I said, how's your battery power? <laughs> yeah, I got a trolling motor over with uh, Matt as well. Yeah, yeah, we all do right yeah. now. It's, hey, but you know what? Yeah, now's the time to That's do what it. you do this time of year. Yeah. Yep. yep. Get stuff yep. fixed. Uh, appreciate yep. it, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Yep. All right, fellas. Y'all take care. You see too, you. buddy. 904 641 1010 if you'd like to join in. And, uh, folks, don't forget if you need a tire, Tire Outlet got locations all across Northeast Florida. 13. Uh, and uh, and great prices, and, and great coming. people. Yeah, great prices, great people. And Danny get better. Talked to Danny yesterday, and and he's a little under the weather, but he's getting better. Good. And uh, don't forget now, tire outlet to get any kind of a tire, golf carts, lawn mowers. Uh, what else we get? Wagons, four wheeler, four wheelers, mm-hmm. four wheelers, trailers. You name it, they've got it at Tire Outlet. And then to join us this morning to get behind Top Gun and Jimmy nine zero four six four one Top. 904641, I about to say Top Gun. 1010. <laughs> Shark coatings, if you've got a garage or a back porch that's concrete and it needs to be dressed up, let's say. And uh, I'm telling you, shark coatings is amazing. It uh, it turns concrete into an absolute thing of beauty, antimicrobial, super stronger, much stronger than that old two-part epoxy that you know you used to put in your garages. And when you drive your car in there, it peels right up on the tire. The paint does. Okay, shark coatings doesn't do that. And so call the cat and just go to shark coatings on social media. You can find their numbers anyway. And the cat is Curtis Dvorak, who formerly of the, the Jackson DeVille uh-huh. suit. Now uh, working with Shark Coatings, and uh, and they do a great business now. I mean, they got a great concept. Right, great and that business. dude obviously does not have problems with heights. No. No. No, he's got no. crazy. So my question, he has no fear. If, shark coatings, yeah. if Shark Coatings, you know, gets a mascot suit, will he get in it? Oh, he would absolutely, and he would. He, I didn't know if that was behind him now or, or well, if he Andix are never behind Curtis and never will be. 10-4. Okay. Yeah, fearless, man. That's, that's just being fearless. Uh, yeah. No, but he's, uh, he, he, did, uh, he did an amazing job. Set a standard in that oh. suit uh, for, for a lot all of people the to follow. Yeah. All yeah. the masks. There's no doubt. All right. Uh, we got some information from Cheryl Bernard thompson Thank you, Cheryl. She, uh, we were talking about BW. The, yes. The yeah, special but, spot. Yeah. Bunny's Web, yep. Okay. She wanted to pass this on. Bunny's Web was named for a lady by the name of Bunny Webb. And uh, she worked in the parts department at Pete Lofton's Boats. Okay. Okay. She was an early member of the Jacksonville Offshore Sport Fishing Club Mm -hmm. and on the board. And she uh, died tragically while at work. Uh, A lot more story. But anyway, she said uh, she was an awesome lady. That's cool. So cool story. And thank you, Cheryl, for sending that. And then I just wanted to also tell you that we've got some cool pictures that we put up this week on our Facebook page, and uh, there's some pictures that was put up yesterday of, of the day that me and Dylan and Captain Kirk and Steve had uh, had a great time, and, and seriously, take a look at how clean the boat is in all the pictures. 
Well, I get it. He just likes he runs a tight ship. I'm just giving him a hard time. I, I, I know. So, but I know we need to get to the phones, but I have a question uh-huh. about the day with Captain Steve and Captain Kirk. Uh-huh. Steve did everything as like the guide? No. No? No, no, no. Uh, okay. He, he fished. He fished. Okay. Yeah, we all fished. Well, I, I, but did you go to his spots, your spots? We neutral spots. We we went to mutual spots. Okay, that we have both fished, and that you know we've been friends for years. And we, when we have days off, we'll go fishing together. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. And he'll take me to places that I've never been, and I do the same thing with him. And you know, we share intel. And uh, so we fished the other day. We went to the places that I know and some places right. that he knows. Okay, so when you're on a neutral spot and you're fishing, did you ever have that urge to go, Steve? We need to. We need to back out just a little bit, or oh yeah, we we do that a lot. <laughs> There's a, there was a lot of that the other oh, day. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, there was that, a lot that, of like, that, hey, hey you, Steve, you, can you we see? move ten feet just a little right, bit right, here? Right, 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 right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Oh right. yeah, because I would I would be the same way when we were you know? when we were drum fishing the other day. You know, he went to a place that that, that you know he was comfortable with, and, uh-huh. and you know we fished there for a few minutes, and I said, look, we need to bump it back twenty yards that mm-hmm. way. Uh-huh. You know? So we we do a lot of that. Okay. Yeah, we did that the other day. And we did move about 20 yards, and we caught some. So okay. Kirk, Kirk was totally rubbing it in his face. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, too, fishing like with Jeff and, and Dylan, you didn't have to tie <laughs> knots for them. Yeah, of we were course. Just, you, know, you don't have to yeah. tie the leader for them. They break it off. It's not a charter. That's we the were great just, thing uh, about we fishing, fishing with guy, you know, guys you know. Everybody well, knows we, how to fish. Here's the thing. We forget what it's like. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm serious. I mean, because – I bait everybody's hooks. Right, yeah, you're I take care of, I'm always, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, people always, why don't you Steve, fish? Steve don't. definitely, he still was in that, a little bit of charter captain mode, just because, I mean, it's his boat, and that's right, what yeah, he's used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I'd be the same way on my boat. I'd be like, hey, yeah. you know, I'd get the bait out, put it in a bucket. Well, or and we were trying to put Dylan on some fish. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, Steve was working, and I, I was and working. Steve and Travis Tabor? Uh-uh. <laughs> that no. pair ain't gonna make it. I no, can, oh, oh, Travis no. is a messy no. guy. Yes, Travis. Yes. Travis could not be eating one of his sloppy sandwiches in Steve's uh, boat. I, I mean, you know, just like eyes. just like this no. this year, uh, we were catching those yellowmouth, and I had one fish on this, and and Travis had you know probably 15, 16 inch fish. I'm like mm-hmm. Travis, just just sling him on, you sling him on the deck, and I'll, I'll take care of him because I got other stuff going on. Well, he slings it. And it goes on top of my T-top oh, and wraps around my antenna. And it's up there flopping around. Come on, Travis. <laughs> Can you imagine if that happened? <laughs> Steve well, he'd have been going crazy. Uh, he would have been up on that T-top with that scrub brush and hard water. That's hilarious. The pictures, uh, we, we put them up yesterday. And uh, some, some great pictures. I love you, Travis. <laughs> and uh, uh, Dylan, the one big red fish that uh, he got the rod hand over, had some nice black drum and – and uh, did we get the one of Captain Kirk? We didn't. Captain Kirk had the only sheep's head of the day. Oh, yeah. wow. Just a little note here. Yep. The, the, the sheeps weren't biting. And I will say, nobody has fiddler crabs. Right. Yeah, no crabs. Which it's is like, too cold. man. Yeah, the fish that we caught the other day, when you picked them up, even the trout, cool. I mean, they were like ice cubes. Yeah, yeah that water cold. was 59. Yeah. First thing yeah. in the morning. It was it's chilly. Only, it's only going to get worse. And uh, the, just real just quick, I mean, we'll talk more about the day of fishing, but uh, the, the welcome to the Nimnik Family Dealerships Outdoor Show's live post, which was right at 7 a.m., that picture was taken from Steve's boat. I mean, that's a cool picture. Yeah, yeah right out of the back towards the channel market. Yeah, and, that, uh, and I was sitting there, and Chris, you'll appreciate this, in the movie Jaws. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there, and they're like drifting, and you're sitting there hearing that bell, mm-hmm. kind of just ding, ding, 
Dong, ding, ding. You know, and it's a, from a, a buoy. Yep. And Kirk, which ones have a bell? The, I never knew this, by the way. It's the uh, it's, it's the terminal end of the 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 channel going into an inlet. Right. Okay. So it marks the the right side of the inlet. So you There's have only the, going to be one bell buoy. There's only right. one bell buoy going in an inlet. I didn't know. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know. Okay, that. Chris, did you know that? I of course I didn't. Know I didn't that. know that. Yeah. And so uh, it, and it's the uh, the red one. Right. Okay. Red right return. It's the last red one before you go in the inlet. Always has the bell on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called traffic separation scheme. It's the terminal end of it, right it there, was going cool into the inlet. Because it was the sunrise is mm-hmm. is coming up, and I got a picture, and then you hear that bell, and we're yeah. just sitting there, and the motor's Should off, and ever, it's just peace and quiet. Ever hear it's that like, bell and not think of Jaws? Totally think of it every time. Every time. Yeah. It's, we all talk. Isn't about that spooky? <laughs> I mean, think about what that movie did to you. Oh, my you. goodness. Or, or other movies, I <laughs> guess. But awesome. Yeah, I mean, ding. All right, uh, let's, uh, let's get, are we going to do take a break or get Top Gun and Jimmy? What do you, what do you guys, oh, what do we need to do? Oh, well. We can get Top Gun. Yeah. All right. Let's get them in. They've been holding on too long. Jimmy it's the Outdoor Show. What's going on, fellas? We're Top Gun. I'm getting over COVID. Uh-oh. Are you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, went went out with some friends uh, New Year's Eve. That'll do it. And and two days later, I started getting phone calls. I got COVID. We got COVID. I'm like, oh, great. But I felt fine, and then boom, it hit me. Yeah. So I'm supposed, supposed to be um, over it contagious-wise Thursday, uh, th- this past Thursday. Well, you and sound I'm good. I'm feeling yeah, I'm feeling okay, but I'm still a little congested. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, yep. other than that, fine. Seems like it's okay. everybody's Good. getting it Glad now. you're feeling better. Good. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, I forgot to tell you, about a week and a half ago, I was coming back into the village, and it was about That's Mayport, 9.30, Maryland, 9.30. There wasn't much traffic. Right. And I was in that stretch there just before you crossed the little bridge. Yeah, Sherman's Creek. And I see something come out of the woods walking across the road. Bigfoot? No, big old No, No. I thought it was a dog, a big, like, German shepherd. Black? A plant of black? Huh? Was it black? No, it was a brownish color. It was a a duck-billed platypus. (laughs) <laughs> and um, I said, well, yo. what's a dog doing out in this stretch? There's got to be somebody trying to come walking out of those woods. Mm-mm. But they didn't. So I sped up to see if I could get a closer look at it before it went into the woods on the other side of the road. And gorilla. I did. And it was the biggest coyote I've ever seen. It was bigger than a Nimnik Buick. Cadillac. How's that for segue? You know, it's funny you should say that because I went fishing with Steve on Monday last week. And he and I were going to the boat ramp early in the morning. And he was in front of me about two cars, three cars. And I was behind him in the truck. And he called me on the phone. He goes, did you see that? And I said, see what? He said, on the right-hand side by Sherman's Creek Bridge, he said there was a dead animal on the side of the road. And he said this dark charcoal-looking coyote came out and grabbed it. And ran back into bushes. Oh. And he said it was wow. big. Could have been a werewolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A like Yeah, it throat. was uh, pretty huge. They're all over that so, base. Oh, they're all around the beach, too. They're all on that base. I've heard 
I've heard them go off at right at dark, uh-huh. and five or six of them howling wow. and, and barking. Yeah, I can hear them sometimes too. That's a from on my porch, like can late really? at night. Wow, yeah, crazy, yeah, just clear as a bell. All uh, right, so what do you got for cool. us today, there, Top Gun? Um, well, um, this uh, fellow woke up one morning at, at his house and. Um, there was about a million flies on the inside of the house. Uh-oh. It's oh, everywhere. Uh. So he tells his wife, he wakes his wife up, he says, we got flies everywhere in the house. I don't know where they're coming from. He said, call the exterminator. So she says, okay. So she comes out and she says, the exterminator's on the way. And he said, well, I'm going to kill a, try to kill a few of these before he gets there because they're bugging me. So he comes back in the kitchen a little bit later and he says to his wife, uh, I killed about nine of them, uh, three males and about six females. And she said, well, how did you know the sexes of them? And he said, well, the three the three uh, males were uh, sitting on top of a, a beer, beer can, and the females were on the phone. LTS, <laughs> baby! <laughs> That's pretty, I love that's pretty it. funny. Uh, and that's you funny. know what? And some extra credit because still getting over COVID and still pulls one off. Absolutely. Yeah. Nicely done. That's Nicely pretty done. funny there, bud. Nicely done. All right, so are we going to get Jimmy in real quick or are we going to take a break? Take we got a break. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, hang tight. Yeah. Uh, the uh, brother-in-law that's got his trailer in your driveway, you know, and you need to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, HOA. It's all mm-hmm. over you. Yeah, hey. I, got, I, I got the HOA now. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you got to get rid of that thing. Uh, Stack M Storage. They'll come out. They'll pick up your trailer, put it in dry storage. They'll take care of it, five-point inspection, and then when you need it back, they'll deliver it to you. That's stackmstorage.com. We'll be right back with the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. So at uh, Moe's of St. Augustine, that's Moe's Southwest Grill, if you didn't know this, they actually have, exactly, catering bundles. Uh, whether you're hosting a party, a business function, a wedding, doesn't matter. Uh, they can take care of it. They've got a ton of the warm and fresh and flavorful ingredients along with the free chips and salsa that everyone can get exactly what they're craving. Okay, Yo. so try out one of Moe's catering bundles. And save, and uh, and don't forget, served with their famous queso mouth-watering desserts and the drinks of your choice. And you can go to moes.com forward slash catering to take care of that. Yeah, heavy man, on the guac. I could use some queso. Heavy on the guac. You can't man. use some queso. Yeah, queso's good. Man. All right, let's go talk to Jimmy. He's been hanging on a long time. Uh, Jimmy, sorry for uh, for, for the hanging on so long, but, uh, but good morning. Good morning, guys. Not a problem, not a problem. Hey, Santa Claus was good to me. He brought me a... Shimano two-speed reel, uh, the 16. I think there's a 12, a 16, and a 20, so he brought me the, the middle guy. Would you get a Stratic? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to use it. I haven't used it yet. Um, and I'm going to use it for bottom fishing. I, I like to bottom fish. Yeah, um, it's not it's not a Stratic, Kirk. He's talking about an offshore reel. Yeah, you're talking about a conventional reel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Shimano 2, the uh, I'm Speedmaster 2, okay. two-speed. Okay, there you um, go. What kind of string would you guys put on that thing? You're going to strictly bottom fish? Yeah, I'm going to use it for bottom fishing. I don't know. I, I, I've i got some of them that I've got rigged with 80-pound uh, braid, 
Yeah. The only problem with braid is it doesn't stretch at all. So when you lock that thing down, I mean, it doesn't stretch. What's wrong I, with that? I kind of like the little bit of stretch. You know, if you're not careful in it, in when you're bottom fishing, they'll jerk the rod right out of your hand. <laughs> when you yeah, when you're using eighty pound braid, I know people that have had rods just jerked out of their hands oh, using yeah. that eighty pound bait. I like mono. Usually, I'll put a hundred pound mono on my reels. Really? Because you're only fishing most of the time. You're only fishing in eighty, hundred feet of water most of the time. Right. So I like the sensitivity. Of eighty pound braid on a bottom, it line. is. I mean, anything touches it, you're Something gonna know about. Something breeze it. on it, man, you can feel it. Yeah, you're gonna know about. It. Um, I mean, I've, I, I'm one. I'll go jump on the uh, Majesty in the, the headboat. I mean, I've gotten kind of to where I leave at eight o'clock in the morning, get back at four o'clock, and uh, just walk away from the boat. So that's nice and nice and easy. And I, I'll go out there and just and catch snapper, even if I can't catch them. I just like to go wrestle with them. Right. But I do like to catch. You know, we see get on a spot of bee liners or some sea bass. So that's what I was thinking about not going too heavy because, and, and like the, my rod before, my rod number four was a Dawa Saltis. And I have got like 30 pound test on it. And last time I went on the um, Majesty and I sat back in probably caught 10, they go pretty snapper. Right. And that's what I went out to do. I just went out, to, couldn't keep them, just went out to wrestle with them, pop their belly and send them back. And I was wore out, but and that's, that was my goal. So, but I thought going a little lighter, I might still be able to catch the smaller guys when, when we come over a spot of, of them. Right. Mm. So, I mean, I didn't know where to go 40 pounds, 50 pounds or, 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 or what is there? A, I guess it's a, is there a medium that might work for both? Uh, 50 pound braid is really hard to pop. 65. I would, if, if, if you want to just kind of. Down I, I missed a little bit of the conversation. He's got, he, he brought a Shimano Speedmaster he yep. wants to use for bottom fishing. Right. He's trying to figure out what kind of line to put on it. And uh, Kirk was talking about possibility of 100-pound mono. Uh, yeah, I, it, I'm a 65- to 80-pound braid. braid guy. Yeah, braid. And, 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 Jimmy, I'm, I'm a little different. Um, I use, because it's so much easier for my clients to use, I use medium uh, spinning outfits and yeah, I put ten thousand. Yeah, I put fifty. I put fifty pound braid on them. I mean, yeah. and it's yeah. like Kirk said. I mean, it's it's really tough. Yeah. To, now, you know, it's it, it if you're. I, I think that that where we fish though, which you know, which we call basically inshore, you know, out out to fifty sixty feet. Right. You could do that, but if you go out deeper and you're 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 fishing for a big black belly or you know, it's something like that. You, you, you're you just going to have to beef it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and secondly, someone talked me into putting, buying one of those rods where the eyes start at one, one end and curve around yeah. to the tip. Yeah, they twist. Yep. Huh. Yeah, we all stopped on those guys. What are you talking about? Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. It, 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 they, they, they twist around the rod. The eyelets? Uh-huh. Yeah, so when the rod bends over. Right. The, the, it's it's weird. It, it it's supposed to re- reduce the amount of resistance uh, on on a retrieve when you're bottom fishing. Really? Yeah. Jer- I've never Jerry seen Blunt's one of those. got a couple yeah. of those. Huh. I, I don't know. What kind of a reel do, do they put on? They're conventional. Yeah. Yeah. You put a conventional. Yeah, buddy of mine Bree bought a new boat and put all those on, and he had a couple extra. He bought some kind of a package where he had a couple extra and got a good deal on. So I I, I put my new Shimano on that. It's a Six and a half foot rod and, and 
got and it's beefy enough for a, a fighting a snapper and whatnot, but it's pretty sensitive. But it's got those crazy eyelets, so uh, yeah. I don't. I haven't used it yet, but I'll. Uh, I didn't know if y'all had fished with them before. And no, we usually, you know, what Kevin said is pretty true. We use those Saragossa ten thousands. Yeah. And you put 50-pound braid on there, and it's real hard to pop that braid. It, it is. Unless I mean, you cut you know, it off I, in the reef. I, I've caught twenty, I mean, plenty of 25-pound, 27-pound snappers, you know, no problem. Mm-hmm. I, and, and the other reason uh, is, I, I mean, when I'm fishing, Jeff, you fished with my rod reels. Oh, yeah. Love you know, them. Because it's, it's, you know. What is the we, name we of them? A little we light catch a flounder. Rods. What do you call them? Cobia. Kurt. Saragossa. Saragossa. Yeah. Saragossa. So we've got six thousands, we've got ten thousands, right? And those they're just the retrieve on it. I think it's something I, crazy. It's something like forty two inches per per turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the rods, the jigging rods. The jigging rods that that, that I still have are Crowder rods. Okay. Yep. Yep. Those are the, interesting. The, the, the blue, uh, blue water carnage Crowder rods. Mm-hmm. That's what uh, it is. Yep. 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 They uh, sell them at strike zone. Those are six foot rods. And they are they're awesome. awesome. Yeah, they're they, awesome. They are. I mean, they're, they're, they're great rods. Nice. Nice. All right. Yep. Lots of All choices, right, Jimmy. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Enjoy right. the show. Thank yep. you, Jimmy. Bye-bye. Man, I, right. just, I just got a picture. Of? I, I, I got to show you this. This is this is a blast from the past now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, got, he's got shark coatings in his driveway. Who's that? Captain Rich Gray. Oh, okay. <laughs> is now... Back is he back? Yeah, he bought a house. He, he and his wife bought a house right down there by me, huh. and um, he's gotten into making turkey calls. So Very cool. He's he's making us uh, our our own All custom right. calls. Yeah. So, so he's getting chart coatings put he's in. Get, yep, house getting chart coatings put in. Cool. Yeah. yeah so it's good, right, good. Good to have him back. Let's take a break. Let's do because I need to eat some of these greens here. That's uh, going to be our Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week. Captain Kirk has given up the pooch. He yeah. has given up He's his a... famous greens recipe. Yep. And so stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be revealing that here before long, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Folks, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go. You see my friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac. And also, here we talk about it all the time. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, and, and man, prices on pre-owned vehicles right now, holy cow! But tell them what you're looking for, you know. It, it, and again, it's not—it's not like they're, they're going to probably have it in a lot, but they'll give them a couple, three weeks, and uh, that's what they've done for me numerous times. Gone in there and told them what I'm looking for, and, and uh, they call me up. They go, "Okay, we found the car at the mileage that you want, at the price that you want," and uh, it works out perfect. Claude Nolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. All right, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. Matt's got a sheep's head question. Hopefully, we can help him out here. Good morning, Matt. Morning, boys. How we doing? Good, good, good. Hey, I'm heading to the bait shop right now. Uh, it's too cold for fiddlers. Obviously, we're gonna go try to get some sheep. I've heard sand fleas. Uh, I mean, what what's the best bet when they don't have any fiddlers? And how many sand fleas do I need to grab? Are they like shrimp. Are they gonna come off real easy, or what's the deal? No, they'll stay on there pretty good. Uh, do, first off, do they have sand fleas? I'm about to find out. Okay, well, because usually I, I, when there's no fiddlers, there's no sand yeah, there's fleas. no sand fleas. Yeah, yeah. they get cold. Be frozen. They bury up. Frozen. Oh, okay. frozen. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of frozen bait. Yeah, 
Sorry. I, the, the only, but I will tell you, man, if they have fleas, I caught so many sheep's head on those, those sand fleas this year, or you know, twenty twenty one. Wow, mm-hmm. it was, it 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 was amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you can't get live, you get dead. Now, Kirk, live shrimp uh, I, are, I, I, are excellent for sheephead if if you can get them to bite. How you about know? How, how about blue crab knuckles? You can use blue crab knuckles. Yeah. So you can take a blue crab uh, and cut yeah. you know cut the top off, cut the legs off, and then cut the the bottom hockey puck, you know, where each leg mm-hmm. piece is into a a, a a chunk about as big as the tip of your thumb, and put that on there. They'll eat the the fire out of those too. Perfect. I'm about to get a little bit of everything. It sounds like. Yep. I would get too. If you're going to get shrimp, those work great. Usually the shrimp yep. that are about as big as your finger. Yeah, the smaller ones. The smaller ones. Your pinky finger or the. the How the, about a clam? Clams work good too if you can get clams. <laughs> well, there you go. You just 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 get it all, Matt. We're gonna get a smorgasbord out there for us. <laughs> where, where are you going? Uh, we're going to go to the jetty. Yeah, there you go. Might be a little rough out there today. No, it's supposed no, to be no. okay. Today's going to be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. until later morning. on. Morning, yeah. morning will be nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah good luck, man. Right, I hope you catch them. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, there, wasn't, there I, wasn't many people out of the jetties. What day was that? Thursday. 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 There was nobody out there. Yeah. yeah. So one of those two other boats. Yeah. I, I two other boats. Call that nobody. I remember yeah, talking exactly talking to Fred Miles the the year that you missed. The El Chipo with yeah. them. Yeah. And they actually fished out of St. Augustine. Yeah, they were offshore St. Augustine. And they drank too St. much Augustine. liquor, didn't even weigh a fish. Cost me money. And they and they caught they caught they <laughs> caught a bunch of fish, but they got on a bite like in the last what hour and they're like, oh, let's just keep fishing. Yeah. Well, but, you know what happens when the manager's not there. That's right. <laughs> you know, the manager's not there and the employees just go wild. Yeah. But but you know, I was talking talking to Fred and, and they were they were using shrimp, fiddler crabs, and they couldn't get them to bite. Yep. And he said they switched over to clams. Piece and of clams. crushing them. They started crushing them. Yeah, and getting and those spider crazy. crabs yeah. now. If you can find some of them spider crabs, those work good too. Really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, those spider crabs. Really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's secret crabs. Yeah, secret crabs. <laughs> secret secret baits. Mm-hmm. Grab him! That, He's man. running. Grab him! Hey, speaking of that, is have, have have you had any oysters this year? I mean, I like, have. You have? Oh my gosh, we went and bought some uh, okay. over Christmas holidays. Oh. Kyle and I got a bushel. From Safe Harbor, mm-hmm. and they came out of Texas. Texas, they were delicious. I oh. got some, uh, not in the shell, but in like the little pipe bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were you know pre-shucked and oh, fresh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and they're okay. Okay, I like them. I'm a big oyster guy when it comes to putting them on a the grill. And then they, well, they pop, Just they pop. smile. Yep. And then eat them like that. So I like them. I love them. Not like cooked, that. but to where they're just steamed, steamed. Just, just steamed, just a steamed in their own broth. Yeah, that's where I like them. So it's not so much of a booger. It's got a little bit more I, of a. I'm kind of a booger guy. You like the booger? I, I, yeah, yeah. When it, when yeah. it, when it. Sometimes I got to struggle to get the oyster knife in there, and all that juice is still in there. Oh yeah, that's yeah. kind of. I, I, but 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 I like it hot enough, Jeff, to where I feel safe. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I mean, obviously. Yeah, I, I want them cooked whole, a little bit. My whole life, I've eaten raw oysters. You know, I mean, yeah, I want them steamed a little bit. Yeah, I've you never, know, but I like a little tiger sick, sauce but... and a little horseradish. Oh yeah, a little lemon juice. Oh, I, you know what I love is going to those places where you're like totally professional, and they've got a table. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, and mm-hmm. on that table, they just dump the oysters on top. Yeah, and then in the middle of the table, a hole. They have the hole. Uh-huh. Dump the shells, and then that's where your shells go, and they go into a, a bucket to be put somewhere as a shell bar somewhere. Okay. And then they, they give you 
the inner tube mitt. You stick your hand uh-huh. through it, and so you're grabbing the oysters with this little rubber mm-hmm. mitt. Did you, did you ever go to Caps when it was an oyster bar? I mean, when it was a dive? No. It was awesome. No. I, uh, that was a great place. It, it, was, it, was, it was a big, like you said, big metal bar. And oysters. And oysters, and, a, and, and they had a, those, those metal buckets with long necks. Mm-hmm. You know, and they and they just threw ice in there, and and all <laughs> yeah. you did was and, and they and, but the other thing they had Dungeness crab, Ooh. which is which is I mean you Carrie and I used to go there all the time, but it's obviously it's and I still know the owners. I mean they're they're, they're great people, but it's a it's changed a lot. It, yeah, it's it's a tourist attraction now. Yeah, you know, I mean they still have good food, mm. but that those kind of dives, it's, I mean, it's really almost like singletons. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a different atmosphere, yeah. but it's a, it's a, it's a local flavor, and I, I, you know, we just don't, we really don't have much of that in in Saint Augustine anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But that was a great place, man. I mean, you know, for I swear, for twenty bucks, you could go eat crabs, well, I, oysters, and drink I remember, beer. I remember all the years we worked at Ponte Vedra Club, and we'd have oyster roasts mm-hmm. out at the, uh, you know, it was at, at, at the outpost. Outpost, yeah. So we go over there, and they'd have a big metal yeah. plate. Mm-hmm. And they build a flat fire under the metal plate. It was a big old square of metal, like uh, five feet by five feet on legs. So they build a fire underneath that, and they just put the oysters on top of that plate with shovels. Yeah, and then throw burlap sacks soaked in salt water over the top and steam them like that. And then when they were done, just Amazing. shovel them up, yeah. throw them on a table. Yeah. Oh, son. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I just the reason I brought it up because I know y'all. Spider crabs, but I haven't had any oysters this year. But the water's getting right now. I mean, it, it's in the fifties, so well, you had a bushel, and they were they were pretty darn good. Did it's you just, guys, uh, by chance, before we go to a break here, um, Jason Adams sent a link to a story. You remember when that boat coming in the St. Augustine Inlet hit the right whale? I, yep, I read it this year. morning. Did you Did you hear what happened? Yeah, <clears> the boat sunk. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, but, when, but when been, was this? They, they've been under investigation since then. It was right. like January? January, February. Yeah, was, January. So winter of last year. I think it was February year. because they were fishing the Wahoo Shootout. Right? Okay, fishing yeah. a tournament. They're coming back in the St. Augustine Inlet. They hit something. They don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And the boat literally sinks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, they, it sank in shallow water. They were able to get it up they, on, yeah, yeah, they, on the bore, on, on the, the bank. They, they were just outside the, uh, the sea buoy, St. Augustine. Right. Right. And so uh, this is from uh, news4jacks.com. This is a story that says, uh, and it, it says, the title, Noah clears boaters of blame and crash that killed endangered whale. Now, here's the story. Uh, the NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Office of Law Enforcement, will not push for criminal charges against the crew of a fishing vessel that hit a pair of endangered North, uh, North Atlantic right whales in February of 2021. Quote, after a thorough review of the facts of this case, NOAA OLE has declined in the interest of justice to refer this matter for civil or criminal prosecution, end quote. A special agent with the administration wrote in a June 8th letter, right whales are protected by the Endangered Species Act, the Marine Mammal Protection Act, and a third federal law that prohibits anyone from approaching a right whale within 500 yards. Ultimately, the administration determined that the captain of the 54-foot vessel was not at fault and could and could likely have done very little to prevent the crash. Of the two whales that were hit, a mother and a calf, the calf didn't survive its injuries. The mother, 
named Infinity, was later spotted by searchers off the coast of southeast Georgia. Mm. I mean, uh, that they really considered filing charges for, I'm with for you. that? I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Guy, I mean, uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to intentionally run my 54 sport fishing boat over a whale. Hello. <laughs> Come on. Well, at least they dropped the charges. It's just, I yeah. mean, we really had to have that even be a consideration mm-hmm. there? Yeah, that's a tough gig right there. Yeah, I mean, come yeah, on. Really wake up, did. people. Come on. Anyway. People do things by accident, not intentionally. Yeah. Nobody intentionally is going to run over a whale. Absolutely. Nobody. No. That I know Suck of. That's, the boat. that's ridiculous. You know? Anyway, appreciate uh, Jason's uh, 40 nights just so that we could point out the ridiculousness of the consideration of you pressing charges there by now. <laughs> anyway, 904 641 If you'd like to join <laughs> us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry and the most dependable fleet. Go to ringpower.com to see how their equipment can help your job site and your business run without interruption and helping your bottom line. Again, go to ringpower.com. All right, uh, here's your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week from Captain Leon Dana. Captain Leon Dana. Yep, and I thought this was, this was a great one simply for the fact that I didn't even think about this because Kirk, we all use the same trolling motors, right? You know, and and sometimes that 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 fiberglass shaft, um, it, you have a hard time extending it out, right? You know, and he he sent me uh, a picture of some silicone spray, surface safe lubricant by Dupont, and and that's what they use at trolling motor services. That's where he bought it, mm-hmm. and I thought, hey, that's that that would really help. Cool I mean, idea. It's a great idea. Um, I mean, you know, it's the, the other thing is is that whenever whenever you go to deploy that that trolling motor, folks, the one thing I'll tell you, don't drop it. You know, don't when you when you when you when you're you talking deploy, about the manual deploy trolling motor. Yeah, when you manually deploy it and you, you've got you've got the shaft up in the air, ease it down because I've I've, I've seen them break when you don't do that, and I'm sure when you put this. This uh, silicone on there, Jeff. Yeah, that, that's you know, you got to watch out. You know, have you seen guys like put stuff like this on their boat trailers? Yeah, it'll it'll zippity do And, and, and they get halfway down the ramp, and uh, I will never forget those guys that put that Teflon strips yes. on their trailer. And you or I were down yes. there on their bunks. Yes. On their oh bunks. my God. Yeah. In uh, minutes. Yeah, it looked, like, that. it looked like grease lightning. Yeah, uh, the boat slip right oh, off. Oh, it come right off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put it on the put it on the concrete. Yeah. But I think this is this this is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, when I, whenever I pick my motor up from from TMS, I'm, I'm just don't slam through. it back into the. That's right. You know, when you bring it back up into the carriage, you don't want to. Yeah. Slam it. I'm kind of guilty of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Just 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 hang on to it. You know what I mean? It, it, it it's look. It's heavy. Yeah. You know, but you know, don't don't slam it down because I've seen I've seen two of them two of them break mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good tip. That's your Ring Power Cat yep. Tip of the Week. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. DuPont Silicone Surface Safe Lubricant to lubricate your trolling motor shaft. Did you, could you use it for anything else? It says uh, window tracks, hinges and locks, yeah. fitness equipment, and lawn and garden tools. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if you could use that like on a fishing reel, like the outside yeah. of it. Kirk, just it kind of reminds me it. a little bit about T9, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit like that. I mean... I think that the thing you got to watch out for with silicone, you don't want to get it on your fishing line. 
Like if you got mono, probably not good for the mono. Probably it makes probably it brittle. True. Yeah, it probably will make it brittle. Okay. Know. But it'd be good for cleaning stuff. Absolutely. You know. I know that we keep a can of it up at the uh, up at the ca- cabin for the for the locks for the gates because mm-hmm. they typically, you know, with uh, the exposure to sand and sun, oh, yeah. dropped in the dirt. Mm-hmm. I hate that you can't get it locked and you got to hit it. <laughs> Something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To get stuck. Yeah, I'm going straight to. Straight to the shed to get WD forty or something. Yeah, yeah it drives yeah. me crazy. Exactly. All right. So uh, the the day that we had fishing, mm-hmm. it was me and Dylan, Captain Kirk, Captain Steve Mullen, and it was on Thursday, <clears throat> and we bounced around a bunch of different spots, and I've never seen two guys mm. more concerned about the background of a picture than these two captains. Oh come on, <laughs> really? <laughs> Don't get that back there. Two things that were funny. First of all, Captain Steve would not get in a picture with a mother-in-law fish. What? <laughs> no. No, we had a couple big toadies that came yeah. over the rail. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking trophy toadies. Yeah, I mean, one, was, one of them was giant. giant. It was a giant toad. And, and Steve he, would, he wouldn't take a picture with it. So he was, was like, that like bad luck or something? He was, he was holding it away from us, far away from his face. As he could, because he didn't want any evidence of him taking a picture with a toad. You know, if that was it, 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 Kirk, but... you've you, you've done this as long as I have, right? But that that week that we were all so busy, right after Christmas, right? And some guys from Pittsburgh, obviously, they were loving digging the weather, right? Oh yeah. But you know, we caught reds, we caught trout, we, but then we caught a toadfish, mm-hmm. and that dude, they thought that was like you know because it is a cool looking fish. Oh, it's, it's it is definitely cool you know, and if you've never seen crazy one before, looking. yeah, crazy. Yeah. They, you know, they had all three of them in the picture with it. Just <laughs> For those that don't know, we we call it's a toadfish, yeah, and we call it mother-in-law fish sometimes. Yes, P- probably not a good name. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean. Uh, just trying to say that's what it's been called. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of a, one of the right. funny nicknames, right? right? Okay, so don't do it in front of your mother-in-law. Steve, Steve <laughs> correct? <laughs> yeah, don't take your mother-in-law fish and go. Oh, look, it's a mother-in-law fish. Oh boy. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That 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 won't work. But anyway, Steve wouldn't take a picture with his fish, so he held it like way away from his face. <laughs> we got it. Oh, you did get it. We got a picture of his face holding the toad. Oh, fish. nice. So. That may end up being released at some point. We had fun though. There was a lot. There was a lot of goofing off. We were having a ball. We were, we're joking around, fun. telling jokes, and then uh, they were very concerned. Seriously, they were very concerned about any kind of picture that may indicate where their spots were. So well, I said, "Look, I, I get it. Uh-huh. I totally get it." So I would stand up on the front deck, shoot down, and then take the picture angling down. Yeah. So right. that we wouldn't have any pictures that would verify any of their mm-hmm. inshore spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so t- totally get it, totally get it. So we got a lot more pictures to kind of show there, and, and we had a ball. We you ever had, seen? You ever seen some of Brother Dave's pictures? He doctors them up. Yeah, it was like New York City yeah, in the he background. Do- <laughs> he totally doctors them up. <laughs> but we had we had how many black drums did we catch? We had three that we kept. Nice. I think we had two that were short. We had two yeah, dinks. couple shorts, mm-hmm. uh, one good size one. How big was that one? A big uh, he's, one. He's probably five, six pounds. Six pounds. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we were hoping to catch like one, like maybe yeah, we were, fifteen. We were looking for the yeah, fifteen to yeah. twenty. You know, the big we couldn't get on them. Yeah, something monster. to feed everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah, caught exactly. one. Yeah. We had a bonnet head shark on for a little while, and 
it looked like it was going to be one, and it turned out to be the big bond. Okay, and, and I keep—I I know I've asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again: Have you ever eaten a bonnet head? No. Okay, I haven't either. And everyone that's eaten them says it's unbelievable. This was one of the biggest bonnet heads I've yeah. ever seen. I mean, it's a big one. I—I'm I, I, going to try. How, it. how long? He was four. I'd say pushing five feet. Yeah. He was a yeah. good size one. Yeah, yeah he's I'm, big bonnet. I'm going to try it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm telling you, everybody says. What dude, is there a size to the bonnet heads? No. By the way. No, it's nope. it's it's the same regs as sharks. What is it? Two per boat or so think, one, yeah. one per person? Max two per boat, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But the 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 trout we had a number of trout, and we had that for yeah, we dinner. Had, I think we had seven or eight trout. Yeah. Um, and it was what were they? They're different, different kind of weak fish. Weak, weak fish. fish. We call them weak fish, right? Because we were catching them out in the ocean. Right, and, they come um, in off the ocean. They got yeah. that checkerboard look to them, and they, they were really good. Do they still have that crazy yeah. law in Nassau County? Yeah, you only keep one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> make any sense. That's I don't know the craziest thing I know. I mean, it's a hundred pounds in St. John's and Mayport. Yeah. yeah, it's like one in Nassau County. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. But we we had that for dinner that night, and they're that, excellent when they're fresh. Excellent. Oh my gosh, when you fry them up, oh my gosh, we just we baked them. Did you really? Yeah, those were yeah. baked. Yeah. And it looks fried, but it, to put it in that copper crisper thing, you know. That thing's the, money, man. It is. for You can actually, literally, you can cook fish, and it actually, the outside is crispy, and it tastes like it's fried. Well, the cool thing about a copper crisper, too, is like Steve Mullen and his wife Cindy brought uh, lunch to Kate yesterday, and for us, and it was a fried shrimp dinner in, from Harborside Seafood. Uh-huh. And so when I got home last night from the woods at, at 745, they were in the refrigerator, so I put them in the copper crisp. Warm them up. It not only warms them up, it makes them crispy again. Makes them crispy again. again. Yeah. I do the same thing like a pizza. Oh, it's unreal take, how take, that works. Any kind of like warming up fish, yep. warming up shrimp, warming up chicken wings. You can warm up french warm fries up pizza. and make them crispy again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any Anything that, that you want to be crispy. I mean, because you, like you warm up certain things, things in the microwave, funny. they get mushy. Just 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 to update you on the, the bottom head. There, there is no size limit. Okay. And it is exactly what we talked about. It's one per person. Two per boat max. Two two per boat max. Okay. So, yeah. yeah I mean, you have to try it one time. Yeah. It's very good. Just to see. Yeah. I'm sure they're very good. I mean, I, the other thing we, we were catching, which was interesting, Blenny? Blenny's. Blenny. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Blenny's war. You you were the winner of the Blenny. I, was, I totally won the Blenny, Blenny category. King, man. Like like this big? Yeah. The yeah. little dinky ones. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're, uh, and folks are. Uh, is that the real name of it? I don't know. Because I've always called them Blenny because that's what you called it. Yeah. That's just what we call them, Blenny. Yeah. They call them Blenny, so I'm, I'm calling them Blenny's. And it looks like they're a really little, a ass, like a little mini are. red grouper. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and it'd be fair. Mm-hmm. And they're about um, the mouth of the tail. five inches, yeah, exactly. six inches long. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's and a I was one. curious, if you, if you kept, and I don't know if you can keep them, but if you did... Could you do the old Fargo catfish thing to where you scale them, you I gut them, you, I think you and you de-head them, and then you deep fry them whole, mm-hmm. and then you run your finger right up the backbone like you Probably do with those little could. mini catfish mm-hmm. and have a heck of a meal? Probably could. I mean, why not? I, that's why one of the reasons why I want to find out. I mean, because you know what? I mean, I crush the blennies. <laughs> <laughs> so, Are you wearing them out, man? Could you just like literally downsize the hook, put a little piece of shrimp on and go out there and catch Fifty blennies, mm-hmm. and then do the I mean, that technique, and then I have mean, a meal. If do that, why don't we throw pinfish in there and everything else? Well, I mean, I don't do, do pinfish. I mean, just I will say this: pinfish don't look tasty. I've cleaned them. Okay, you have. Mm-hmm. Blennies actually look like they might taste good. Yeah, I, I I agree. 
Yeah, they got a kind of color, kind of a little bit of a colorfulness to them. I, I just, I was curious, and that's why I asked Kirk and Steve. I mean, can can these things be eaten? And what is it? It's a blenny. That's a blenny right there. Yeah. So that's kind of what we were catching. Very similar to that. I don't know. That that doesn't look like a blenny. Let, 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 let me see. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking a picture. Kirk's. Pulled up some kind of a picture. Go, Gobi, like Gobi's that. blenny. That's not a blenny. blenny. No, that looks a lot like. No, no. that's not a blenny. It looks like a bug-eyed fish. Yeah, yeah. that looks like that a cross between a kinds. shrimp and a fish. Yeah, yeah. different kinds. I mean, it's not a blenny. If, if you had it's a gummy, a that would look like a blenny. Yeah. That would be a shrish. That looks a lot like what we were catching. Or a fimp. It's a blenny. A fish <laughs> and a shrimp is a fimp. I think we need to take a shrimp. All right, let's take a break. Shrimp. Take a break. Nine oh four. I'm catching flimps. Six four one ten ten. A blenny. If anybody knows, somebody help us. Somebody out there is a is a jetty fisherman. Gobies. It could be gobies. That we are looking for. What are these things that we catch at the Mayport jetties called a blenny? What What are their real names? A frimp. And are they edible? That's a goby. Okay, that's not a blenny though. That's a that's a funny looking fish, Kirk. You keep pulling up all these funny you, looking man, things. That's, that's a lot of. What we're that's trying a, to figure that's out a tuna, Kirk. The name, and we should have gotten a picture of it, right? I mean, it's we, a flounder. It's got to be a flounder. It's a flounder. <laughs> that's a flounder. <laughs> all right. If anybody knows, nine zero four six four one ten ten, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. This is my favorite. This Jug is the song. Jug. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why not me? Gosh, I want to say this was came out in the eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, the mid eighties. I would say I would say late late eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, I think it's more early nineties because I yeah, was doing. I, I, yeah, I was thinking right, more let's early nineties too. Let's make a bet. I was doing bet. well because Carrie well, and I got married in ninety two. Yeah, I'm going to say nineteen eighty three or four. I'd say eighty nine or ninety. Chris, what do you say? Um, I'm, I'm abstaining it. because I'm GTSing. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you going to be the judge, Chris? Sure. I'll be okay. the judge. This is the judge song. Mm-hmm. Why not me? Mm-hmm. And the reason I know that it's in the, in round 83 is I can remember when uh, we I grew up around a family that uh, in Sterling, Virginia, and they were originally from the country, moved into the, into the town that I was in for a while. And then they moved back to the country, and it was the Croson family. And they had a bunch of boys that were all right around my age, my brother's age, and it was Butch and and Gary and Dave and Keith and Chris. And and uh, their dad was a mechanic and super guy. And uh, and I'll never forget, Butch used to have a, a 1955 Chevy mm-hmm. that his dad, Ralphie, they called the dad Ralphie, he built, you know, because he was a mechanic. You shoot your eye out, kid. So anyway, when they moved back out in the country, they had Ralphie used to do a lot of different work at a lot of the farms out there in Middleburg, Virginia. Right. And so I'll never forget. I, I, I my dad let me skip school. Did for he a hunt with a Red Rider BB gun to go, <laughs> to go hunting, deer hunting out there with the Crosons? And so I'll, I'll never forget. Early in the morning, driving out to go to hunt with the Crosons, and had this song on, and I was singing it like I was. You know, live at the concert. So, Chris, did we find out the date? Yes. Mid-1984. That's exactly yep. what I thought. Yep. And the yep. reason I remember it, because I remember going deer hunting, singing that song, and it was yeah. you know, while hey, I was still in high school. I got a question for you. Hmm. You know, because uh, when, when we flew into Norfolk, Virginia, huh? uh, 
dude, there's there's a lot of water there. Oh, a lot everywhere. of water. You don't you know what I mean? I mean, you don't hear much about the fisheries there. Well, you're right on the edge of the Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, there. Chesapeake Bay's right yeah. there. I mean, I know that I know they striper fish and oh, stuff. Oh, big time. Yeah. You know, but huge military big uh, time. base. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah, they uh San Diego, when, Jacksonville, when, when, yeah. Norfolk. Yeah. Delta getting on the plane, they're like, "All right, anybody military can get on first. That filled up half the plane." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you're going to Norfolk? Yeah, yeah. yeah guarantee yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. But but I'm just curious, you know, Kirk, um when you South Carolina is known for Redfish, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how how far? And then and then you kind of get into North Carolina. I don't hear much about red fishing in North They're Carolina. They're pretty popular oh, in North the Outer Carolina? Banks. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Big time. Okay. Oh, so, big time. So, Pamlico so, Sound, oh, yeah. all so, the way up so to then Oregon we got Inlet, Virginia, right? They, see, they don't they don't call them redfish. They, they call, call them spot tails, spot tails, yeah, spot I, tails and drum. Okay, yeah, spot I, tails I, I was and puppy just, drum. I just just was curious. You know, I mean, my gosh, you just look at this just vast amounts of water. Oh yeah, and I was thinking, man. It's got to be a hell of a fishery. I think that's know? the farthest north that reds go is Virginia, though, right there where you were at, Norfolk. Well, I mean, we could. I guess you could look up the uh, world record or state record and see what you know what what it is. Yeah, they have you know. the stripers. I mean, that's one of the big things. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Cobia. Yeah. They have great cobia they got fishing, great supposedly. Fishing. And, yeah. and for and and the one article that I I, I do remember reading is they got great sea bass fishing. Excellent sea bass. Yeah, yeah they I have another fish that they call a tautaw. A tautaw, yep. That's real popular. I remember as a kid, um, our family vacation, having grown up in Virginia, mm-hmm. we used to go down south of, of I can't remember exactly the exact place, but, but it was, you had Virginia Beach, you know, you got Norfolk, and then there was a little smaller kind of non-commercialized beach, and it was called Sandbridge Beach. Mm-hmm. And Sandbridge Beach at the time, you know, which was years ago, it was basically a collection of houses on the beach and then some that were, you know, a block off the beach. And then there were some back on the sound, which they had kind of like a, and it wasn't like a bay, but it was like an estuary system that was salt water. And we used to go down and, and rent a house every year down there. And so I, my mom actually took me on a party boat one time and we went out and caught like sea bass and all that kind yep. of stuff. And. And it was awesome, yeah. You know, and my dad wasn't a fisherman. My dad would take me, and uh, but my mom took me on that party boat that time. We had a ball. That's mm-hmm. cool. Caught fish. And, yeah. You know, it and just, I was it, it just looks it. amazing from the air. You know, I was like, wow. But you know, the one thing that they do have a, a ton of there is sheep's head. Mm-hmm. Supposedly in the summertime, they're sheep's head fishing. They and they use a lot of those sand fleas. Mm-hmm. So which we. I mean, for years, where all we ever think of is just filler crabs. But yeah. up there, they use sand fleas. Yeah. And they have a ton of them around all of their structure. And I don't know how popular it is compared, you know, because the big thing there is, you know, is, is the striper stuff. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's always striper. Yeah, big time. And, and, and like I said, the sea bass thing is, is, is big up there. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up Sandy this morning. Morning, Sandy. Morning, guys. How you doing? Morning, Sandy. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's morning. happening? Um, did you see that sunrise picture I sent in this morning? Uh, no. I did not. Uh, it was real pretty. Um, I know we got some bad weather coming in and uh, full moon's Monday. Um, what days next week do you think is going to be the best? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. That is a great picture, by the way. Yeah, it's cool. Yep. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's beautiful out here. That's the last week, so I'm I'm gonna give it hell, but 
see what happens. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, you can't 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 do it from the couch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's hard to do it. All right, love the show, guys. Thanks, Have a Sandy. Good Thank you. All right, Sandy, yeah, take care. All right, so we got a we got. A, I was just looking at Sandy's picture. Beautiful sunrise, yep. by the way, Sandy. And then uh, Harold sent us a picture. Harold Wishard. And I don't know. They sent he sent us a picture of this thing that looks like a toadfish. Wow, it does. Did you see it? that? I you see that, Kurt? Uh-uh. I mean it it it's it's kind of like a toadfish because it's just ugly as all get out. It's a monkfish. A what? A monk monkfish. Fish. Monk like M O N K. Yeah. A monkfish. Monkfish. Is it looks like a giant toadfish? Uh huh. Yeah. What do you do with a monkfish? They're like good monk? to eat. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Really? Oh yeah, it's a delicacy. Do you fish for them? I don't. But I think no, you I mean, catch I mean, them offshore. I think you can people, offshore. They don't yeah. catch them here. That's, no, I think to catch them up in cold water. That's, that's what I was going to say. That's colder fish. Yeah. yeah. Up north. A monkfish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's very popular. Can you imagine if you caught one of these? Okay, so I, I just did the old um, Google thing, and which took me to – what is it called again? If, if you uh, if you if you Google that, it's so probably Wikipedia. Okay. So a lot of there North was East there was a question from someone who said, "Are they are they good to eat?" And he said, "Sure is." He said, "I used to sell it. I have eaten steamed, and it's very good." Yeah. So yeah, it says uh, interesting. Uh, members of the genus Lophius, also sometimes called monkfish, fishing frogs, frogfish, and sea devils. Are various species of it looks, I mean, it's, it's, it's a toadfish. Anglerfish. It looks just like a toadfish. Yeah, Very it similar. It sure. really is. Yeah, you've, you've, you've said it. No scales. Yeah. I mean, why not try a toadfish? Why not? A big old chunk of meat. Take that big old thing, cut the tail off like a giant catfish. Yeah, exactly. I've heard old timers tell me if you skin them out, you know, put it on why? a skinning board. What's wrong with the skin? Well, it's like a catfish. You skin it. You don't no, eat oh, skin. okay. It's yeah. going to be bitter. Oh, you have, okay. Yeah, you got to take skin off. I got you. So, so I just got a text. Says monkfish tastes like lobster. I mean, I, I, a lot of times food tastes like chicken. Everything does, and everything <laughs> is compared to a lobster. Sometimes I think. <laughs> I don't you know, know about that. You know what I mean? But, but uh, it, that's an ugly fish. Boy. But it looks just like a toadfish. It looks very similar, but it's it's a little wider. Yeah, a little wider widthwise, and it's it, it, that is that uglier than a than a toadfish? It might be. It might be. I mean, that is one ugly. That's one of those fish that literally probably sits there on the bottom. And just. And it just hides and camouflage. Oh, it looks yeah, like a. Very up in the mud. Leaf eyes sticking out. And they got, yep, these yep. Little, they got these little barbells that hang under the chin, like a goatee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they lift their heads out of the sand and just gently shake them back and forth. And the little barbells look like little worms or fish or something. Potential back food and forth. for some other fish. And something else goes to swim up there to eat it, and they just slurp them in. That's how they eat. Huh. They're a. Uh, so what do you cool. call it? A, a what? A, a a hidden predator? What do they call those? Um, I wonder how big they get because the the picture that the was picture sent that to was us pretty, pretty I big. Mean, that looked like a hundred pound fish. Yeah, I mean I can't imagine if that, if that thing's on the bottom, you're down there snorkeling. Yeah, and that thing came up out of the sand to, to thinking that you were a wiggler. I will never a, a meal. It's been twenty five, thirty years ago. I was diving off Jacksonville. And we were in about 80, 90 feet of water. And I came off the edge of a wreck, and I saw what looked like a sea island. Uh, not a sea island, but a, a, 
a what do you call it a sand lion yes. that you see in your yard mm-hmm. what do they call those little things um ant lion ant lions thank ant you lion. Yeah. yeah inverted pyramid in the sand right yeah. so i saw the inverted pyramid in the sand next to the wreck and i'm like what the heck is that so i swam over there and I looked at it and it was about three feet around and in the bottom of it i saw that looked like a giant toadfish i was like look at that he's just sitting there waiting with his head st- sitting out of the sand so i pulled my dive knife out and thought I would just tickle him. Mm-hmm. And I stuck that dive knife down there and tickle him under the chin. And he grabbed that dive knife. I fought with that thing for five <laughs> minutes trying to get my knife back. He was pulling down in that hole and I'm pulling up. And my buddy swam over to me and I'm standing on the bottom. And the sand's kicking up. And they're like, what the hell are you fighting with down there? And I'm, I'm like, just, you know, rawr, rawr, rawr. You, can't, you can't talk. You, know, you got yeah. a regulator in your mouth. I finally popped it out of there and it was like a popsicle. A giant toadfish on the end of my dive knife. And those guys, I could hear them laughing, you know, hoo, 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 hoo. and I shake, I shaking my knife back and forth, and he finally let go. I couldn't believe it. When's the last time you dove? Uh, it's probably been. Are you done? I'm done. I, it's probably been, I don't know, ten years. I sold all my gear and gave it all away. Yeah, I've got a little bit of stuff. I still got my belts and wetsuit and knives and snorkels and mask and stuff. But did you ever dive? I, my sinuses couldn't take it. Yeah, and I wanted to. I, I did it. So I did it hard bad. for fifteen years. For fifteen yeah. years, I dove all up and down the yep. East Coast, all the way up into the Outer Banks. I know, I know, all over and, the place. And, and, and I'm jealous because I would have, I would have loved. It's I, like being an astronaut. Yeah, That's the best way did, to describe now, it. Did you Did you grow up watching Jacques Cousteau oh, and then yeah. sit there and go, we okay, okay, yeah. we oh, all yeah. did, right? Yeah. I mean, that was like one of the greatest television shows sure. ever. Yeah. We like, all wanted to be like Jacques and, Cousteau and when we grew up. When we would go down and surf the islands in in the Caribbean. When I was 18, 19 years old, we would always take in the van. D- dive equipment. You know, we'd free dive. So we'd go down there and we'd take spear guns and we'd free dive and shoot fish. That's, that's cool. I just, I liked, I'm with you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I mean, once I get down below like 10, 11, 12 feet, I can't take yeah, it. man, it's just like, oh. You get a sinus it, pinch. Yeah. yeah just, you got to learn how to equalize. Me. You just have to learn how to equalize. I, I've learned how to equalize. It was just, it was just, I like breathing it, air. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't worth it. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's I mean, dangerous, but it yeah. can be What's safe. What's the farthest you've d- you've dove? One hundred thirty feet. One thirty. No, thank you. What's the biggest fish you ever shot while diving? Um, amberjack, probably 25, 30 pounds. Thirty Nothing pounds. Real giant. Not, Is that not, what you were doing when you would dive for the most part? A lot of times we would. A lot of times I just dive to have fun. Yeah. Just go down there and poke around. I wasn't always about shooting the fish. Yeah. I mean, you know, and had a couple of real crazy. You know, things happen. Best dive you ever did? The coolest dive I ever did was the Amaryllis off of Molasses Reef, which is on the south end of the, the Keys. Okay. It's a, it's the. I was uh, in Molasses Swamp playing Candyland. <laughs> Excuse me. The Amaryllis is off West Palm. I'm thinking of the, the Coast Guard Cutter off of Molasses Reef. A sunk one? Yeah, it's sunk. I can't think of the name of it right off the top of my head. Somebody okay. out there probably listening knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's sitting in 130 feet of water. And we dove down on that. And that was really cool. Deep dive. Mm. You know, you got to be really careful when you do these deep dives. Now, what was the freakiest thing? The freakiest thing I ever saw was we were diving off of West Palm Beach and we were looking for bugs mm-hmm. and lobster. Yeah. And I was hanging upside down underneath a ledge, poking around. Mm-hmm. And about a, I swear it was, I want to say it was nine foot nurse shark. Mm, come out of there. Came up out of there and stuck his head out there. And, oh. you know, and they're like a giant catfish. They don't have teeth right. like a shark does. But it freaked me out. Oh, yeah, that'll you freak know? you out. I was like, golly. 
Yes, and then the I most incredible no thing that. I ever saw was I was diving off of uh, Kill Devil Hills, which is off of the Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there was a old Civil War steamboat that sunk out there, and the boilers were still in the water. Mm-hmm. And the guy at the What's dive shop boiler? said, "You know, engine they, room, in the, part of the engine room. They yeah. had these giant tanks. Yeah, big chain like where they a make water steam. tank where they would heat the superheat the water. Yep. And it was a big boiler. And he said, "There's two boilers out there." And he said, "One of them is about." I think he told me 30 feet around and he said flounder get all around it so if you want to go shoot some flounder he said it's a good spot it was 200 yards off the beach Mm. so I remember I went out there with my father-in-law Kate's dad and Fred said well I'll sit over on the beach you drag a buoy and if you have a problem just start jerking the buoy up and down he said I'll (laughs) run and get help because I was diving by myself, which is that know, sounds like a great plan. Yeah, a you shouldn't plan. do that. You yeah. really shouldn't dive the bush, by yourself. Boss. Yeah, shaking the bush. <laughs> so I drug the buoy out there, and it was only about twenty-five feet of water, twenty feet of water, two hundred yard swim off the beach. It's marked. You can see the buoy, mm-hmm. and I get out there, and there, you know, didn't see any flounder, but I was poking around. And there was a lot of mussels and stuff on the wreck, and I was thinking, well, I'll get a bag full of these mussels, and we'll cook these things up, and I'll make some soup or something, you know. I start pulling them off the wreck, and as I come around the wreck one time, I see this huge cloud of sand just kick up, like spin up, no. like somebody's fin. No, I'm no. like, what the heck was that? So I kind of I swam over there real quick to see what it was, and it blew up again, and it was dodging me. And I'm like, what is that, man? It's got to be a fish or a ray. So I tried to swim around the thing again, and it kept, it kept avoiding me. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, I'll go up. So I went up over the tank and got in the middle of the tank and got on the edges and creeped around the other side. And as I creeped over to the edge of this giant tank and I looked down, there's this 350-pound, 400-pound Jewfish. Oh, my. And he saw me, and he tilted up, and his eyes were as big as my head. <laughs> and I freaked, and I was like, oh, my. As the biggest fish. Did I you could shake swallow the you. I was <laughs> the biggest fish I'd ever seen under the water. And he, he opened his mouth. I thought, he oh. can take me in his mouth whole. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I was like, he is enormous. Biggest grouper I ever saw. Wow. He was gigantic. And I freaked. And I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. Mm. And I started swimming for the beach. I'd have I, been, Kirk, that would have been good eating for a long time, though. Yeah. I wasn't going to wrestle with him. No. <laughs> I've heard stories about him. And I was like, you know what? I'm leaving him alone. And I started swimming off. I looked back, and he followed me for a little ways. And the whole time he's following me, I had that spear gun pointed at his head. I'm like, if you come Kirk up and touch swimming. me. Oh, yeah. Kicking, oh, kicking I was going kicking, backwards with yeah. that spear That buoy was skipping across the water, buddy. <laughs> and I come up on the beach, and my father-in-law goes, you look a little out of breath. And I'm going, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said, I just saw the biggest fish I've ever seen under the water. And I said. When you, when you see those, the video of one of those big Goliath grouper inhale oh, yeah. a four-foot shark like yep. it's nothing. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Then you realize what how, how the pucker factor was with you on that. Well, and then over in the Pacific, you got these giant fish called a wrasse. And I've heard stories where they've actually sucked guys in. Mm-hmm. They get bigger than a Goliath. Ooh. Oh, how do you spell that? Wrasse. W-R-A-S-S-E. Rass. W-R-A-S-S-E. Pacific wrasse. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right well, let's take a break. 904-641-1010 if you'd like to get in. And uh, don't forget, if you would uh, – like to take a little getaway that's not very far away. It's Steenhatchee River Club. Right over there in Steenhatchee, they've got cabins for rent. You can rent boats, et cetera. And the fishing this time of year can be outstanding. 352-498-3222 for Steenhatchee River Club. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. 
I think this has a lot to do with the show. I'm serious. Number one in sales in, in Makos. Sweet. It's in the nation. Now that uh, the That's, little Mako base gift is like yeah, awesome. Yeah, the, the the yeah they are, and, and also in Tahoe, but also they are now the dealer for Ranger boats. So their bay boat lines or aluminum boats. So are they still making a flats boat? I you know Ranger what? had I, that I, flats boat years ago. It was it was I absolutely remember that. Yeah 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 hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I'll have to, I'll have to go look. But, uh, yeah, so if you're interested. I went and looked at their bay boats because I'd be interested. And uh, I think they make a 25. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. So, Wayland Bay, yep, new dealer for, for Ranger Ranger boats. Interesting. So, um, yesterday, uh-huh. uh, since uh, Dylan's uh, kayak, we're w- working on some connection issues with, uh, with the it. GPS thing. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, we took. The kayaks, and we launched the intercoastal, and I'm not going to give the spot, but we had a heck of a day yesterday. Yesterday morning, it was chilly. It was. It was cold. Yeah. It wasn't chilly. It was yeah, cold. It was yeah, cold. yeah. it was cold. Yeah. Cold. Kirk almost wore the rain suit, pants, combo, everything. Yeah, it was pretty darn cold. On the kayak, but by the time we got to the ramp, you know, we waited a little bit, let the sun get up and warm up just a little bit. And, you know, and we had some time, time because the tide where we were going wasn't going to be, we had some time before it got low. Right. And uh, we got up into a creek, and we had we had a really good time. D- Dylan, one of his big goals this uh, winter break for him has been to catch a redfish on the fly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a fly fisherman, but having seen him try and try and try, and I'm using a spinning rod and catching them and catching them and catching them, and it can be hard. It yeah. was it. I mean, it's a challenge, sure. right? In, in the winter time to catch a redfish. I mean, mm-hmm. when you are casting a fly rod to like a tailing redfish, that's probably different. But if you're fishing a creek in the wintertime to catch a redfish on a fly rod, that's a little bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. And it took him a little bit to where he was figuring out, because I, I don't know all this stuff, but he's into it, to where you've got to have the right combination of the sinking line uh-huh. to where it can get down to where they are, the right bait and leader, et cetera. And uh, so yesterday, we're back in this creek, and and – you know, the one thing that I'll never forget, one of the first times I ever fished with you, Kevin, was, you know, this is going all the way back to 1995. You said, you know, the outer bends of the creek. Mm-hmm. And when, so when you're going around a bend in the creek, there's a, the deep water. The redfish are lazy. They'll sit right with their nose in the current, and they'll sit in those bends on the outer bends, and they'll just sit there and wait for something to come by to eat. And so if you fish— Especially the, this time of year. Yes. Yep. And so when you're working and fishing in a boat or a kayak or whatever— you cast up tide, and then you bounce it along that that outer edge of the bend. But you don't want to be right up against the marsh grass. You want to be off just mm-hmm. a little bit where that's, that drop is. And so I, bang, caught one. Dylan, come up. You know, you got to you – know, he was working the other side, the insides. I said, that's not where the fish are going to be. They're going to be on the outside. So he comes over, and I catch another one. I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave this entire bend alone for you because mm-hmm. it was a, still a pretty good piece. Mm-hmm. And he didn't end up catching one, and I went up, and I – Saw another little disturbance in the current. Ended up being a submerged kind of a sh- old shell bar once the tide got lower, and I could see it later on. Caught another one there, and then I start looking up the creek, and I see this oyster bar, and I could see that it was kind of on the the taking up one third of the side of the creek, and so you knew that a redfish was going to be sitting on the deep side of that mm-hmm. oyster bar, just waiting for something to come by. Oh yeah. So I told Dylan, "You got to come up." So he comes up, and I said. 
you need to be right there. You need to cast right there, and then with let the that bait rod. come. Yeah, with fly rod, right. and, let, and bring that bait right alongside where that. And don't get near the oyster bar where you can see it. You got to be away from it. So that the redfish has. You'll probably catch two of them there. They just they're going to be sitting right there. And sure enough, he casts and he didn't make the work. He says, "No, no, no." I so said, "You're too far up, mm-hmm. too shallow. You need to be farther off." Makes another cast and he starts just stripping real slow. Got him. Bang. Got him. Sweet. First redfish on the fly. That's good. That's yeah. very cool. It was cool. Got video, got pictures. and They fight and, like crap, man. Oh, those little fantastic. 17, 18 yeah. inches. They're great. It's amazing. That's how what they all they were. I, th- yeah. I, you know, I ended up catching like four mm-hmm. yesterday, and they were all in that 16 inch range, you know? Yeah, 16, 17. 17 inch range. And That's then cool. uh, I had six flounder. And of course, they're all 12 inches. Day mm-hmm. chips. Yeah. And uh, and then had a trout. So, I mean, shoot, man, it was a good day. Yeah, that's a heck of a day. Yeah, so we followed up a great trip with you and Steve and then had a great trip on the kayaks yesterday. So. Especially with the cold as the water is, you know. Yeah, that water's chilly now. It is. Wait till next week. Does it, can yeah, you feel wait it till next the bottom week, of the so. kayak when no. you're sitting there? No. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I can tell you this. Uh, you know, in, in the floor of the kayak, you have holes. Right. So the water can come up if there's a lot of weight in the kayak. Right. Or... Uh, if you lean one way, it, the water comes in, but then it drains out. And so your feet are wet. Oh, really? Or, or I mean, here, here's the thing. They're not wet while you're in the kayak, okay? Mm. But when when you get in, you obviously have to step into the water to get into the kayak unless you're launching from a right a dock. And, and sometimes you don't launch from a dock, so your feet get a little bit wet. But one thing I have learned is that I wear, like, water shoes with the kayak. Yeah, like booties. Yeah, like little Water shoes, rubber booties, and then I bring wool socks mm-hmm. because when wool gets wet and and it starts to dry, it dries faster, and it still keeps you warm when it's moist. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like well, I mean, that's why for years we always wore hunting wool. Yeah, everybody had wool because when it did get wet, it still maintained the warmth, and that's so. Now I I use little wool socks with those. Um, water shoes in the mm-hmm. kayak and then so i get in i don't put the socks on and once i step in with my water shoes and then i get in the kayak then i put those wool socks on with the water shoes man i'm golden that's a good idea then i'm pedaling like you, a champ you guys are just throwing artificials yep what color worked best yesterday um uh i used white that's all i used white okay a white gulp gulp yep three inch curly tails yeah swimming minnows yeah when it I've found, and I don't know, everybody's probably got a different opinion. Everybody's got a favorite. I just know this time of year when the water's cooler, you're trying to slow everything down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a slow retrieve. And it's a slow retrieve. Mm-hmm. What has great action when it's worked slow? The curly tail still got action. Yeah, it's still going to move. Sure. Okay, whereas like a paddle tail, when it's going slow, it's just it's a it's got no motion. It's a piece of plastic. like this trout we were catching the yeah, other day. Exactly. Yeah. You had to move that shrimp so slow on that bottom to get those trout to bite. So I'm a in the wintertime when it's cold, I'm a big fan of curly tails. Yeah. In the summertime when you're moving it faster a little bit, I like the paddle yeah. tail gulls. So and then you know, everybody's got a favorite though. So uh let's take a break. Nine oh four six four one ten ten. If you'd like to join us here this morning, and I uh, just want to let everybody know that, uh, hey, look, if you want a best price guarantee, the Nimnik family of dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway and Chevrolet on Cassett, uh, best service, best selection, and a best price guarantee 
why would you go anywhere else? The Nimnik family of dealerships. And you're listening to the Nimnik Outdoor Show. Old uh, Lee Bowman sent us a picture that he was uh, West Palm Goliath on a dive. He did a couple years ago. His locals named the Goliath Grouper Shadow because he would follow you through your whole dive. Turns out people would feed it lobster, so he was expecting a handout. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a big thing. Don't feed the gators. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, don't, don't feed the wild animals. It's hard sometimes to get a gauge on fish sometimes. Because, you know, and, and here's the reality. People do a really good job with pictures. Yes, they do. And perspective. Yeah. Um, like you look at a buck sometimes and you're like, wow, that wow. thing's giant. And then you notice they're sitting five feet behind Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. <laughs> and they got it propped up with a stick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've it, seen that. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. Yeah, I've seen those pictures. I will tell you this, though. I saw a Goliath grouper pulled off a Cape Hatteras at a Hatteras village off one of the party boats one time, one of the, the 50-foot Hatteras's. Mm-hmm. They had to get a bucket crane to get it out of the back of the boat. Wow. My <laughs> wife was sitting right next to me, and I, I'll never forget it. The kids were little, and I was like, it's holy like those smoke. It's like tuna that they catch up oh. there in the northeast. They got to get the big lift machine crane things to pull oh. them out of the back of a boat. I mean, you're talking enormous. I can't imagine. And, and when did they close the season uh, it's been for ten, Goliath? Ten years? Oh, it's been, uh, it's yeah. been longer than that, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, and, it, and what was the what were the old regs? Were you allowed like one? I don't. I I don't even know. You you, you know, Jeff. They they to be honest with you, they they weren't very prevalent. So I yeah. don't I don't know personally anybody that caught one and kept it. You know, I mean, so I obviously you ever eaten it? I have not. I have not. I don't know. I'm kind of one of these kind of people. I've eaten giant reds when I was a kid. Yeah, I did too. It's like it wasn't that good. It, no, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, and those I mean, big giant black drum, those eighty pounders. Yeah, that too. That too. Not very good. No. Nope. Yeah. Old fish tastes like old yeah. fish. And, but but you know the one that's a little uh, like uh, uh, a. <laughs> you okay there, Chris? Yeah. Jeez. Like a <laughs> seventy pound cobia still uh-huh. tastes good. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but but there are some fish that yeah. You the know, bigger they like, get, the better. I'm going to tell you right now. The my, my dad's favorite fish in the world was a sixteen inch redfish. Yeah. You know. I mean, they, they, oh, they, all day long. Yeah. That's what he wanted. He wanted it. My dad, know. too. Yeah. Man. Puppy drum. Pu- yeah. Spot tails. Yep. Loved them. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's the one. I, I got to get a, I got to get a measuring stick for my, for my kayak. Tape measure. Yeah. Little, like Steve had that little tape measure he had in his pocket. Yeah. Steve has everything. He's Mr. Gadget. But is though. that like a steel one or is that a but, meant for song? I don't know. You have to ask him. You got his we, number. Call him. We're going to do right. weather and tides before we get out of here. Yeah. Let's do that yeah. real quick. Because uh, uh, it's 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 really really gonna get ugly tomorrow. Right. I mean, great day tomorrow to watch football. Yep, great stay day. Home. You think? Just stay yeah, home. front's coming. Stay home. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be okay. All right, the tide report brought to you by <clears throat> excuse me, Angie Subs. The tide for today at seven eleven p.m. at Mayport a three point five eight high tide tomorrow morning seven thirty six a.m. is your high tide. Also, that's a four point four nine. Brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And then a weather report brought to you by the Beer to Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, and the provider of the lunch for the fantastic shoot that we're going to be having on February 17th. So uh, if you haven't done so, please sign up. Uh, go to 
angelwoodjacks.org to learn more for the Chuck Foster Memorial Shoot that we have. And it's not the official name, but Rick. just go to that. Today, the winds are south 5 to 10, 2 to 3 feet. Tomorrow, south winds 25 to 30 knots with gale force gusts. Oh, boy. See 6 Woo-hoo! to 9 feet. Yeah. Showers in the morning, then a chance of showers in the afternoon. Monday, west winds 15 to 20 knots, 4 to 6 feet. Tuesday, northwest winds 10 to 15 knots, diminishing to 5 to 10 in the afternoon. And then Wednesday, southwest winds 5 to 10 knots, seas 1 to 2 feet. That's your weather report brought to you each and every week by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, the beer to pick. Yes. That's going to get ugly. It is. It's hey, Carpet Code cooking tip, real quick. Oh, we haven't even done that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, collard no. greens. We've been munching all here. Don't. The recipe's online. Don't. We don't have time to do the whole thing. We've been eating it, and I haven't been talking about it. <laughs> Kirby Co. Builder is industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. Kirk, you have outdone yourself. Yes, it's very good. I love different recipes. Different recipe of greens. Yeah. Folks can go yeah. to our Facebook and Instagram page to check it out. And, uh, I mean, how – how easy is that, though? It's easy. Just take the recipe, cook it, let it simmer for three or four hours. You won't be disappointed. I mean, this is this is a very different greens recipe, folks. It's got a sweetness to it that is fantastic. Doesn't even need pepper sauce and doesn't need any homemade pear relish or anything. Can I mention our sponsors? Yeah. Yeah, they're there. <laughs> Welcome to Moe's, Steen Hatchie River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Tire Out, Kirby Cove Builders, Whalen Bay Marine. Shimano, the Dimnick family of dealerships, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment Boat, Fells LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitter, Shark Coatings, Travis, Handyman Travis, Coastal Equipment, Big Pen, Claude Nolan, Cadillac, Beard of Pigs, that's a Marine Power to Cat, Rental Store, Stack M Store. And that's a wrap, folks. <laughs> <laughs> folks, remember <laughs> anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. Because I'm hooked on.